Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host once again, Kyron Morrison. And as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, my friend. That's pretty good. Well. I mean, like, I, 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 normally we start when we do these things, we're just like, oh, all things considered, but all things, things considered. Are, things are on the up. <laughs> things are doing pretty well. So, you know, I'm actually going to be able to come back to Bendigo uh, this weekend, which we'll will be good. Do- both fully dosed. Yep. Metro and regional can play again. Still yep. pretty scared. Still, I'm still holding out for, for like sure. another week until my vax is fully effective. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but still, you know. the good news is that things are looking up, and that's the takeaway. Exactly, hundred um, percent. But yeah, so that's that's pretty good. We're just you know yes. it's going to be a nice weekend, and we're, we're going to be able to see week. like the Eternals and No Time to Die and Spider Man. Um, I'm yeah, for Spider Man. I'm having a severe like internal conflicts over June. Do I wait till December? I don't know. It's so far away. It's so far it's so away. so far away. It's out now, and everyone's already talking yeah. about sequel stuff, and it's like, yeah. come, like, come on. Like, I know it's a book, so it's, like, hard to be like, oh, you spoiled it, but I still, I'm like, I don't want to wait. I want to how good it is. I'm, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I hear it's real good. So, yeah. Um, and, but yeah, so for it to be in December, it's so very far away. It's so far away. But, you know. At least we can see No Time to Die soon. And oh, that's God, exciting. I'm so desperate to see that movie. God, Jesus. Very excited to see that. <laughs> been waiting for like a year. Yeah, I might even I might even try and squeeze some time in to watch at least one of the... If I only oh. watch one, I might watch Casino Royale or um, Skyfall, it, I think. Casino Royale is the best one. Yeah. Easily. Skyfall's very close behind. Skyfall's got some great yeah. moments in it, though. I really like Skyfall, but... Spectre is... Uh, okay. Uh, and Quantum, honestly, all things considered for Quantum, considering it's the conditions it was made under, it's not well, it's I, not an amazing Bond film, but I reckon it actually gets a pretty bad rap sometimes. I think once all these Craig movies are out, I think Quantum might be one that people revisit and go, actually, it's a pretty not if, terrible. If I recall, I'm going to check right now. If I recall, it's a pretty tight little movie as well. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's quite short. And some, um, yeah. So I, I I feel like it might be one where I one think hour spe- and forty six minutes. So you know, whereas this one apparently is like nearly three yes. hours or something, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that, I mean, that's most blockbuster movies these days, isn't it? Well, that's true. Yeah, especially with a Bond movie, especially with a Bond movie where you're wrapping up a Bond, Bond actor's yeah. like career. Yeah, it's or like you know career as Bond. It's yeah, it's exciting. Lots of lots of fun things around the corner. We've got new we're, Doctor Who coming out. We're like nearly, we're nearly at Halloween, Joel. Nearly yeah, Halloween, your, fa- your favorite time of the year. I have on yeah. authority. You love, you love scary stuff. I love it. I love it. I have been doing my part though. I, I, cause I'm a massive theme park nerd for someone who's ever, only ever been to outside of the ones in Australia. Um, technically three theme parks and they were all in Japan. So I, but it's, yeah, I, I love theme parks. So uh, obviously Halloween's a big time for Universal Studios where they do Halloween Horror Nights. Um, and I, for some reason, I just, I love watching people go through those houses. Like it's, I like seeing all the effort that gets put into them. Cause like Universal go fucking ham on shit. Like it's, they go all out on that stuff. And, um, yeah, some of the stuff they've done this year is really impressive. Like it's very, very cool. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been doing bits and pieces here and there. 
little bit of spoopy stuff here and there. It's fine. I guess that I guess that technically counts as spoopy. Uh, the, well, the, and the other thing that happened as well, um, Ice Nine Kills put out their their newest record last uh, two weeks ago, um, called um, The Silver Scream Two: Welcome to Horrorwood, uh, which is all horror movie based. And I have listened to the ever loving shit out of that album. I I have yeah ran that thing into the ground. It's been getting a heavy play on my Spotify playlist at the moment. So that's been fun. Some good tracks on there inspired by uh, Evil Dead and American Psycho and um, Psycho. <laughs> um, We've got all the psychos. Valentine. Pardon? Covering all the psychos. All the psychos, yeah. yeah. Um, re- even Resident Evil gets a nod there oh, as well. There's yeah. a Resident Evil song. But, and it's actually, it's I think, more... <laughs> It's it's more it's more shoehorned towards the game because there's a lot of game references in the in the lyrics, so you know. But it does sound like a, a song that would fit perfectly in a Paul W. S. Anderson movie. <laughs> in the best way possible, like in a good way. Because it's a great time. I'm still but, I'm still dealing with the Welcome to Raccoon City trailer, honestly, on a lot of levels. I actually haven't watched it myself, but yeah. Joel, you've got to watch it just for the song that they use in it. Oh, like no. I was just watching it, and at a loss. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> I was deeply confused. I yeah. After we finish recording, I'm gonna find the because there's two, there's two trailers now. There's like two theatrical okay. trailers, and one yep. of them's like the international one. I think that's been um, that's got that's different. But I yep. think it was like the US one, maybe or I can't remember what it was. But it has like a very specific song in the trailer. But I was like, oh, this is a choice. I'll give you that. This is definitely a choice. Okay. Um, and all, all that. Right. Some, of the, some of the CG also definitely a choice to put in your trailer. Okay. It's a, it's a ne- is it, no, this is this no, is not this is a play, cinema. Is this is a this is a cinema. This is a, a big boy release. cinema release. Yeah. This is uh, right. Yeah. Mm, okay. Mm, and it's okay. the one I was I was meant to have hope for because it's like yeah, rolling like Resi one and two in the one story. But um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'll still always see it. But uh, yeah. Well, it's, You'll see. You mm, will absolutely see it. See, I don't want to see it at the theaters, though. That's the, that's the problem we're at now, right? Like, I feel like theaters are going to be for things that I really, really want to see, not for I mean, like, yeah, not for splashing out and being like, oh, it might be good. So we'll see. Nah, we'll see. Nah, fuck it. Hey, we've been locked up and like not been able to go to the movies very much for a while. I see a bad movie. Why not? La- when was the last time I went to over. the cinemas? I think the last time I went to the cinemas was to see. Godzilla versus Kong, maybe. Okay. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! The last thing I saw, I'm pretty sure, was F9. <laughs> In Devil. Oh no, wait, no, it was no, it was Mortal Kombat. Obviously, it was Mortal Kombat. Yes, yeah, yeah. I F9 I had erased was the, it from my memory. <laughs> F9 was the week before we went back into lockdown. I, I, I remember because Mortal Kombat from my memory. Because it was like two, it was like two weeks before, or like a week before Suicide Squad was supposed to come out. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. I'm anyway, good. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. It's great. Good. I'm I'm still here dragging us down this Metroid pathway. We are we are doing Metroid again. We've done our oh, we've sure. done our customary like spoiler free episode. It's been mm-hmm. it's been two weeks now. Um, so I think it's time to do a spoiler one. You yep. Joel's finished it. I have finished it. You yes. finished it once. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've now finished it five times. It wasn't four. <laughs> and then today I was like, oh, let's play some Metroid Dread and I finished it again. <laughs> you literally finished it. I, I messaged you, I was like, hey, I'm all good to go. And you were like, hey, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do this last part. And I, 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 I'm like, boss. okay, yep, sure. Cool. I actually, it was, we'll talk about more in spoilers, but um, 
I did. I went for a couple of the uh, sequence breaks this time, and they were oh, fucking cool. hard but fun. And I was like, surely this is going to blow my time out of four hours. It didn't. I came in just under four hours still, so that was good. So it was only, only, only on normal. I'm saving that hard mode four hour run. I don't know when I'll do it, but I will do it soon. Because then once I do that, technically it's 100 percented, and then what do I do? Like well, I race it. my switch, like the the Metroid Dread save data, and start again. I don't know. But I've already, yeah, I've already clocked like 35 hours on that game now. So my switch tells me. So <laughs> I have two weeks, and it's a game that is like eight hours long. So you know, I'm, I'm getting my I money's think, worth. I think my final playtime was around 12 hours just over 12 hours um and i didn't 100 percent it i i fucked around for a little bit and did some of the stuff the extra stuff um that i had uh your your um advice and said hey maybe you should finish the game before you're 100 i'm like all right and yeah like fair enough it didn't take me it, it it was definitely challenging um but like much like the rest of the game once I, once I started, I, every every time I would go back and try, I'd get a little better every time, and yeah. it was noticeably like I felt yeah. it. I was like, oh, I'm getting better, and I'm I'm reading this part to the point where you get to the like that that final run of of any particular boss in that game or any particular area in that game, and you're like, all right, cool. These first parts I can fucking manage, no problem, and then just like down to the wire, like n- like nail biting finish that's great but yeah um so yeah we will start off this episode we will go into spoilers but i'll let you know when that's going to happen i i I suggested to joel even though we talked for the whole the game spoiler free for an hour you know last episode i thought we might spend maybe just like five or ten minutes talking about it spoiler free still but how we feel now it's finished because we can speak to you know at length even without spoiling things how we feel about the game as a whole now Mm. And yeah, seen everything the game's got to offer. Yeah, exactly. Like as much as I mean, I mean, honestly, when we did our first episode, I knew where I stood because I had finished it because I'm a lunatic and yep. played it like a lot in the first two days. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So how how do you how do you find it, Joel? Once you finally rolled credits, um, the first time. Look, I tell you what, uh, I was sitting on the couch with my wife. She was like, yeah, sitting next to me while I was playing it, and when I finished it. I was like, that was fucking incredible. Like, I'd, I'd been in one of those slumps where, like, I'd just been bouncing around from game to game. Nothing was really, like, sticking with me that much. Not that it was bad. It was just, I was in one of those, you know, when you're in those slumps where, you're like, everything just sort of starts to feel a bit the same. But not because of the games, just because of the way you're feeling. Yeah, um, I mean, like, when it came out, we were, I mean, it was, it's been a, it's been a, <laughs> No, we were saying at Starter Show it's been good. It's better now, Joel. But at the time, like it's been a long year, and mm, I do yeah. think. I mean, I was sort of in a similar place with a lot of the games that I was playing. Um, like I finished Neo Twilly back in like August, but since then I was just, I was just jumping around. I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, I'll play a bit of this, I'll play a bit of that. Yeah, um, and I, I, I have seen a few people saying the exact same as you online, Joel, that um they were bouncing and drifting between games, but when Dread came out and hit, they were like, shit, and it's sort yeah. of it snapped them back into into place and they're like this is fun this is awesome yes games are yeah. great i'm just like yeah focus in on it yeah it was one of the, i i think i said to ash i was like it's it's one of the, it was a game that just made me go ah oh, this is why i love video games like this is it was so tight like the pacing of that game is just oh so good um 
in, in my opinion anyway, I think, you know, some people might not like, you know, depending on how your mileage might get out of it in terms of like difficulty and stuff. Cause I mean, it is a hard game. Um, yeah. But, and I don't want to be like, cause I'm not that person. Cause I am very shit at video games for someone who loves them so much. Um, but I found the challenge to be just that right in that sweet spot of like, it's hard, but you can do it. Like this, you can, you can absolutely do this. Without um, without giving anything away, like how I f- how I feel about the game, like I feel like the first half really does feel like an uphill climb. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a, there's a power one, one particular power up you get, and once you get that power up, I do feel like the game gets blown wide open. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, like things were difficult sometimes, but more often than not, and this this is it's still. It's still, even though now I'm on five playthroughs, it's not as much of an issue for me now. But I shouldn't have, you shouldn't have to say, well, like, well once you play it five times, you'll 100% get the hang of it. Yeah. I just think, yeah, the controls are still the biggest thing. It would be just at least to have remappable buttons would be nice. For sure. 100%. Because that was honestly, by the time I was um, in my first playthrough, that was the biggest source of the difficulty for me was sometimes I would just, you know, press the wrong damn button because I'm an idiot sometimes. Yep. Um, and also, yeah, and also too, like accessibility options and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm only halfway through the episode, but I'm um, the besties did a really good episode. Um, I have done like the most recent episode as of recording was, um, cause they were talking about dread before the week before and talking about accessibility and things like that and realized that they were sort of didn't really know what they were talking about. So they got Steven Spawn from able gamers on nice. to talk about accessibility and in terms of like Metroid dread um, he wasn't super familiar with it because he didn't hadn't looked into it a lot. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to hear his like what he thought about or not what he thought, but what he believes should be, I guess, the standard or like you know, and like the definition of like accessibility. Um, that it's not just for, you know, um, people who don't have the ability to, to to do some of the things that certain games require of you. It's it's a, like subtitles it was the thing he said he was like yeah. subtitles are were you know are, are a hearing accessibility thing but also everyone uses them because it makes the game more accessible if you are in a situation where you can't have the tv at full volume or yeah you know you Absolutely. struggle to you know it, it it's all that kind of stuff so that, that's really interesting to to have a listen to that episode about that um so i think that's another one that sort of like there is there is nothing in terms of like a hard mode that you get when you finish the game like that's yeah yeah and um like i'm obviously in no position to say hey here's how you do it but like of course no absolutely i was i was um i'm not sure you you may have seen it shared on twitter do you do you see any any um videos from uh rudism this past couple of days i just saw one before that he beat dark souls 3 using morse code code. yes i beat dark souls 3 with one button so like accessibility is just insane it's crazy the stuff he does with like the controller mods is just nuts but insane he played he won he won a round of like an entire match of four guys using a banana like it was it's fucking insane but like if if he can if he can set it up to play dark souls 3 with one button and succeed Mm -hmm. like yeah i don't know there's definitely more room room there and yeah that's that is honestly at the end of the day what my biggest criticism with the dread would probably be and in Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of everything else this game is it is very minor but i could definitely see it being a sticking point mm-hmm. and especially just because at least like button remapping i feel like is something we generally get now but mm-hmm. the sad thing with with dread is it doesn't have a lot in the way of options no like, it's like it is, a, again, it is a bare menu if you go in there 
Yeah, and also too, like you're saying about like we're in no position to say about how you could fix it because I have no no idea what the solution oh. would be. Like remappable buttons, sure, but even then, it's like how in depth do you need to get? Like how into the weeds with button remapping do you need to get? Like do you do like button holds or button presses? Like you know, um, or do you do just like straight up remapping? It, it, there's a lot that you could yeah bring to the table, and it's like. Would that help? Would it? Not? I mean, the, I the more customizable, better, right? Like, I think of like the more recent examples by Sony's um, studios, mm-hmm. sort of, like or out the gate with accessibility stuff. I think is a good start. But yeah, I don't know. That's just one thing. That is one thing I would say I would I would shine a light on and try to be like, well, you know, if you guys come back for a Metroid, whatever, after this, and please do Mercury Steam. Um, it'd be it'd be good to see that sort of stuff maybe focus on a bit more, because yeah, generally, as I was no doubt saying two weeks ago. This game is really good without spoiling anything. Yeah, I the the difficulty definitely at the start feels steep, but in the context of the game, mm-hmm. it works. And then yeah. yeah, like I said, you get that one power up, which I'll talk about specifically in the spoilers. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was just like, okay, I I see, I see what this is now. I get it. I think from there that just like all came together. Yeah, I think too in terms of like without without going into spoilers or anything like that, but like. Yeah, having that like that difficulty, like everything is on the line at the start of the game, compared to you know full sci-fi power fantasy like action game towards the end. Peak Samus Aran. Exactly, that's it. And but and the journey that you go on with Samus, like you know, Samus is obviously like in the same boat as you. She's discovering all these things that are happening and what's going on, even though she's familiar with some of them. But like it's, you know, she's she's trying to figure everything out at the same time that you are, and she's getting that mm. same information. So it sort of has that real sort of, um, you're able to insert yourself into the game a lot easier. Um, yeah, I I absolutely adored this game. Every yeah, single brilliant. frame, second, whatever of this game, just I loved, I loved, loved, loved. The, um, the atmosphere was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the controls were great. Like when I once I once I fully understood them, like you mm-hmm. when you when you have your hand, hand a handle on them, Samus has literally never controlled better in any uh-huh. other game. Like this is that is why I mentioned before that I'd done a couple of the sequence breaks because it's it's doable. It feels so doable now. Like you mm-hmm. can do them in the other games, and it's like. It's still hard in this one, but I feel like I had such control over Samus that I was like, fuck it, I'll go for it. And I, yeah. I did it. I did it several of them and they were difficult, but man, having certain powers before you're meant to have them is just so much fun in a Metroid game. I mean, like I, I learned to use one of the series sort of, you know, mechanics without spoiling things. Um, I learned to use that. And at first, when I first interacted with it, I'm like, I'm going to use this for what I need to use it for and probably not much else. And then I got, I got okay at it. Like, and it was satisfying. And it was, mm. it took me a few goes each time. But when I got it, I was like, fuck yeah. I got better each time I did it. It was like, nice. it was so rewarding as a game for me personally. Yeah, I absolutely. just, I haven't felt that way since, you know, going through Bloodborne for the first time. And like the journey I went on with that, um, it, 
as far yeah. as like 100% in games goes, and obviously I'm biased towards Metroid games, but this this game was so much fun to like 100% to like find mm-hmm. all the power ups, to beat all the bosses, and fully explore the areas. I it was a it was a joy to do it. And if you're out there and you're playing Dread, you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go for 100%. I say go for it. It's really fun. Yeah, and then I'm, like honestly, I'm have a look at some of the, for it. Have some of the have a look at some of the speed running and the, and the sequence breaking stuff. Like people have already cracked this game down to like a ninety minute run. It's insane. Jesus Christ! Like this game is going to be crazy to watch. And this we're, we're like a few weeks in. So yep. and just a special shout out to Mercury Steam for baking in a lot of um sequence breaking stuff and net, like being they're, they're very careful to um save. And I don't think I think some people have found some soft locks, but for the most part is kind of really difficult to find yourself in a spot in this game without completely and utterly breaking it, which I saw someone do on one of the Emmy encounters. There's usually a way out. So yeah, yeah I really, I it's... really do appreciate that. They, they, they reward you for exploring and you can break the game. You can break the order if you want. Uh, yeah. It's we great. mentioned it last time. Like it just seems like Mercury Steam get it. Like they yeah, they knew, they know what this game is. I, I'm sub. I'm one thing. I'm surprised they didn't have in there. I, it might be I didn't check, but like having like a timer. Like See, a, that is a big thing for me, and it's it seems like a, yeah. a petty thing. because that's one of two things I would complain about, and I guess apart from the controls, and again, again, they're really minor things, but I love yeah. Infusion. Well, Fusion and Zero Mission both had it. Like, once you beat the game once, if you started a new game on that save file, um, on the map screen, you would see your clock. Because obviously, the, the way that the game times you was different for real time. Like, obviously, pausing and cutscenes and all of that stuff doesn't count. So mm-hmm. it's really... It can be tricky to keep a, an actual tally. So I appreciated how those games added the clock in. And it would also give you a heads up on, like, how much of a power-up you picked up in an area. Yeah, just, like, little things like that is really cool. And a, a cool reward... To like, because it is, it is, when I was doing my hard mode run on my, I was like, oh, man, I mean, I, I know it's not going to be gone, but it still sucks a little to like take my 100% normal run and just like clear it. I'm like, oh. so yeah, yeah. I, it's a little thing, but I do like when they give you a, an extra incentive for making that decision. Cause otherwise like, I don't know, just having to save file, there's three of them. Yeah. So that, that is definitely something I would have liked to have seen. And it, it's not really a spoiler, but um, it, again, this was also in the problem. I, I say a problem. Something I didn't like about Samus Returns, uh, I, I like having the completion time and the item percentage on the same screen, and it doesn't do it in this one. No, it doesn't. They haven't done that since, again, since, like, I guess I guess Corruption at this point, because Other M didn't do it either. And obviously, yeah, Corruption was the last one to do it, I'm pretty sure, in, like, 2007. So that's just yeah. a little thing I'd like to see them bring back to um, the Metroid. Because I love that see you next mission screen and i just love seeing yeah, the time and exactly. the, the percentage there and i kind of having like a mission log it. yeah it seems like it yeah should be there but it's a little yeah. thing it's a little thing 100 nitpicking just nitpicking i just yeah i, I there's there's so much good about this game and so much this game's so fucking hype like it yes. really is it just some of the moments i was just like especially again without spoiling things but like towards the end it was just like okay, okay. You know what, Joel? That's it. Like we got to do it. We got to do l- it. Wrap up. Anything else you want to say before we go into spoilers? Any last thoughts? If you've been thinking about playing it, if you've never really played a Metroid game before, I don't know if this is one. Like, I mean, here's what I would suggest. Right, you say that if you have a Switch and you're like, exactly. I don't know yeah. if I want to play Dread. Try Super Metroid. Hundred percent. 
Yeah. Absolutely try Super Metroid and um and see how you feel about that. But I, I, I'm still what I will say about Dread without giving anything away is I'm still deeply conflicted. I think I still like Super more, but there were times playing Dread where I'm like, oh, it's so close. It's like real close. It's I, I, <laughs> Super I think is I think a I... absolute classic, a stone cold classic. But Dread really did make me second second guess a lot as I was playing I, it, and that's think... that's as high a praise I can give a Metroid game at this point. Absolutely, I think this week I think I might I might revisit Super Metroid because it's been far too long. So I think I need to revisit oh. and sort of really just make my mind up about it. But I, yeah, at this point, like it's my personal favorite metro game that i've played and i haven't played all of them admittedly but like we'll, it's... Fi- we'll fix that soon Joel. i'll make you play more I'll, i want to i want to i'll make you do it <laughs> fucking make it easier for me to do so nintendo um but yeah i just i like i said i i think the pacing in this game is so great i adored just every single moment of this game of exploring and figuring things out and getting better at it and then finally succeeding. And like you said, the atmosphere was just spot on. Uh, I think it, I played most of it in handheld. It like ran beautifully. And yeah, from the first moment that you get control of Samus, you're just like, Oh man, this feels good. Like this feels good to play. The trajectory of Mercury steam from where they started with the Lords of, um, Lords of Shadow games, the Castlevania ones, like to this boy, Whatever, whatever, like, overview... Like, and obviously there's been a lot of stuff come out recently about working conditions at Mercury Steam, which really sucks. And it's yep. not about um, people who didn't work on the entire game not getting credited, which is a problem in a lot of yep. games, but doesn't mean that Mercury Steam should get away with it. Like, it does suck. No. Mm-hmm. You, if you put any time into working on Dread, my God, I thank you so much because this mm-hmm. game is, is wonderful. And yep. it, you should be credited. But, um, yeah... Whatever's happening with, with Nintendo or looking over their shoulder and being like, whatever they're doing, whatever they're saying, it's it's working because Mercury Steam with this and Samus Returns looking very good. Yes. And I would love another two year Metroid, but I think it's time to just like to cut it. We need to go to spoilers because there's only so many times I can say, well, without spoiling anything. Exactly. So yeah. We're getting to this that point, point where it's like, <laughs> uh, well, it's unavoidable now. At this point, drop out if you haven't finished the game please finish the game please come back and mm. you know what once you finished it please at me on twitter but um because i'll take it like I, this is no joke my twitter feed for the last two weeks has been 90 percent metroid and i had to i've had to hit pause on like i've got so many more screenshots i want to share and all that but i'm like no i I literally know people who haven't finished it so yeah. i don't want to do that to them i don't want to put that stuff on their feed because yeah. it's it's full of it's full of such cool surprises so from here on out spoilers are happening so you've been warned please please come back once you've finished it <laughs> now joel yeah i think i think if we're going spoilers the best place to start just because it, it is it's hanging over my over the conversation the entire time yep. is the story and yes. it's funny because you you know you think oh you know the metroid games they have they have story i guess like and largely the lore of the metroid games is told at the start and the end for mm-hmm. the most part, like, and this this does have that at the start of the very least. It's got a very big catch up, yeah. Because which is good though. I think it's, it's, a, it's good. A good... <laughs> it's yeah, a, but, it is a yeah. lot of text. It's a lot of text. It's a lot of text. Yeah. <laughs> and try, it's like cool. Can I catch you up on the Metroids, on Samus, on the X Parasites, on the Chozo? You're like whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 and fusion. You're like, oh, hats up, <laughs> like, like hats off to them for like 
just committing to it and being like, look, we're going to have a lot of people that are going to be onboarding with this game. Yeah. So let's give it's them as much as, if, as we can. Imagine if it had been a better solution. I know, right? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I mean, it yeah. like a cheaper solution. It does, I guess. Mm. Uh, and, but to be fair, like it was... And I want, I want the text-free images. I'm a bit annoyed you can't unlock them in a game. Like all yeah. that awesome like fusion art, like stuff mm-hmm. that was ripped straight out of the intro to fusion, like redrawn by me. Oh my god, it looks so good. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me like high res. I want these as like wallpapers, please. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like the text intro, I do it. It's again at this point, it is a Metroid thing. Like at least for two D Metroids, they always do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will never get sick of that hype, like Samus Aran Super Metroid theme that like plays in the background. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of text this time because they are catching people up because Fusion was nineteen goddamn years ago. So, wow. yeah, that's true. Plenty, plenty to fill people in on. Uh, but outside of that, you have your little ship introductory stuff with uh, good old Adam, your AI mm-hmm. in the ship. Which again, if you, if you didn't play Fusion, you're like, what? Is this person in the ship? And yeah. then even if you did play Fusion, if you didn't play other M, you're like, who the fuck is that? Oh, yeah, exactly. Jesus. Luckily, two of the games I have played and finished. Uh, <laughs> luckily, two of the games I have played and finished, yeah. Luckily, he says. I mean, I say luckily very heavy-handedly in terms of one of those games, but... At least yeah. you've got the context on Adam, right? Which, exactly. Um, it's, a very, it's a very cool thing in this. Is, I, again, I didn't really pick, pay any attention to it first. But anyway, yeah, I, outside of that intro text screen, you get dumped in, you run into Ravenbeak, have that very short and cool fight, which I didn't, again, because from start to finish, I was focused on other stuff. Yeah. Um, as soon as I finished it, I started the game again. And it was very cool to see basically all the moves that you use against each other. Like, he uses on you there. Yeah. So it yeah. added some cool context for why Samus's fucking evasion was so badass in that last fight. It's like, no, no, you did this to me when I landed on Planet ZDR. And I'm not and, having this shit again. <laughs> yeah, and also it's a testament to Samus as a bounty hunter as well, really. Oh, yeah. Because like, she, she, learns, she learns things, she gets better, and then she takes what she knows and uses that to her advantage. And it's, yeah, it's a prime yeah. example of that. So, yes. Story, this definitely has a bit more... I mean, Fusion didn't have similar things, but there were points in Fusion where on the elevators you would get a monologue, an internal monologue from Samus. Um, mm-hmm. At one point where Adam talks to some mysterious figure from the, the Galactic Federation. And then, of course, all the Navboof stuff, which Dread brings back. This one has the big tech dump at the start, and then it's pretty much smooth sailing. There's a <laughs> lore dump in about the middle. Yep. And then, like, obviously the stuff at the end. It's, it's yeah, the, the lore dump in the middle is, like, sandwiched by fucking awesome moments too though i yeah like i completely understand people who were like oh man i don't like this fucking chozo shows up and dumps a bunch of exposition and then dies but as a metroid fan i was like i love this so much (laughs) yeah i mean again like i'm i am such a casual metroid fan as i've said before but like i fucking loved that and then like the particular moment within that scene well we can we're in full spoilers man we are in full spoilers like like hearing yeah, Samus speak and not speak only Chozo. speak Chozo. Speak Chozo. Um, shout out! Hang on. I got the name of a person. Um, Quiet Robe. No, no, of oh, the, the Samus's voice, voice actor. actor. So it's um, Nikki Garcia is who does okay. the like 
two, I guess, two lines. You can call the second one a line if you want. It is mm-hmm. pure rage, but um, <laughs> uh, for the very limited interaction we got, I really did appreciate that. I yeah, it was. It was nice. so incredibly hype hearing Samus speak, Chozo. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" It's been like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna end it." It's like, you know what? I believe you. I believe you will. At this point, you are. We are so many games in at this point, and you are fucking done. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like this game had a lot of, a lot of threads to tie up because, like, it was, you know, this is this is the end of this arc. arc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, it's yeah, like, I, I think it does a really good job for again the casual fan that I am. I'm just lucky that I have a friend like you, Kyron. They can just fill in the gaps for me when I need to, and we'll happily do so. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's good, but the, yeah, the um the, the Metro games have been very lightly, but not outwardly, been like you know that that like Metroid manga. It's not really canon, but like we're gonna take a couple of things from it. So was it canon? Oh, we, we don't want to say for sure, but like you know, like showing up like in Zero Mission, there's art that is basically inspired by the manga they use in the game on like ending cards and cutscenes and stuff. Well, it says, according to the Wikipedia page, it is the first yeah. in the Metro Story chronology. Uh, chronology, it is, so it's meant to be like yeah. the origins of Samus, raised by Chozo, Ridley and the Space Pirates kill her parents. All that sort of, all that good stuff is is apparently canon. Gives a lot of context um, for things. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. Um, I just wish that you know we had a more official way of viewing it because that really sucks, right? That it's, there's some good stuff back there, but you've got to sort of you got to go hunting to find it. And the games, again, for better or worse, they're not, the Metro games aren't really narrative focused, which I do appreciate. But mm-hmm. yeah, it would be nice to be have great. Do you want to be great if they did like a, do you remember when like Watchmen came out and like visual novel, uh, like motion graphic novels were like all the rage? Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking give that. That'd be cool. Like, you know, you just take the art, well, put some I, voiceover over it, do some like slow zooms and things on, on, I maintain, on stuff. If you were to animate anything, if you were to turn anything from Metroid into like a, a short series or something, like the, the origins of Samus Aran would be the perfect point to do it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of mystery there, a lot of stuff to introduce, and there's like a good framework there they could build on, but we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. Like I've got a I'm hopeful for like a golden age of Metroid again that we haven't seen since like Metroid Prime could be around the corner, but we'll see. Um so yeah, that 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 quiet road scene is very cool. The entire thing, he's just dumping all this lore on Samus, who's just processing it. Yep. <laughs> Backed by an incredible rearrangement of Brinstar's red soil from Super Metroid. But I was like, are you kidding me? You can't you can't put this in here. It's like my, one of my favorite Metroid songs. You guys be like, no, nah, we put that in there too, Kyron. Don't worry, we got you. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is manipulation is what this is. But I love that song so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so good. Like that, yeah. It was one of the moments that I like gave a little bit of a. That was just like a yeah, fuck yeah, fist bump. Yeah, fist and pump like the way the, the way game, the way it transitions and just drops off of the Brinstar theme into the Samus theme again, which is like, don't worry, I'll end it. It's like, oh, she's yeah, she's serious, man. And yep. then Quiet Rope just gets just murdered, just straight up. And murdered. the look on Samus's face is just like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the switch. You can see like the veins bulging in her head, just like. <laughs> um, fucking done with this fucking shit even to like i really want to talk we, i feel like we talked about the animation of samus in the first part if not again it's incredible it's also did, good yeah but i love samus's mannerisms 
like before that cutscene happens when she's getting chased by the, the purple Emmy mm-hmm. and just like obviously quiet rope shuts it down and just when she turns to point her gun at him and then she's just like greeted by this Chozo who like gestures to her and she, the way she just sort of slumps down and just goes you kidding me? <laughs> like fuck I thought you guys were extinct <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah, it, and then lo um, and behold, and we we learned that the whole time. I mean, technically, we knew this since Samus returns. We didn't have names for them. Uh, big, really, really good idea to replay Samus Returns before Dread. I found out having right. gone into Dread, like the introduction of like Raven Beacon those chosen memories, apparently integral to understanding the plot of this game. But um, yeah, so it turns out there are two chosen tribes: the Fohars and the the Morkans. Which is neat, and we have the possibility now for there being other Chozo as well. Like the, the the future for this franchise could be awesome if Nintendo embraces it and runs with it. Fingers crossed. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Yes. Um, and of course, then like I'm only hitting the broad strokes of a narrative for, just for this quick story discussion, and then we have yeah. the ending, which is like where the other massive <sighs> stuff happens. Like there's there's like bits and pieces in between. You get like nuggets and. You can read into like backgrounds and stuff. I think it's uh, Ferenia. There's like artwork, like murals in the background. But if mm. if you look at, seems to depict either the Morkan tribe beating the space pirates or arming them. Oh, which yeah, there's been a lot of questions about that sort of stuff, right? Like the okay. like what is up with the space pirates? They take over Zebes. Ridley sure does regenerate. <laughs> does look, is it is he bird like? I don't know, man. He was in other M kinda. I don't know. We're getting yeah. into like incredibly heavy speculation. If the if the Morkan tribe maybe interfered with space pirates, who knows? But um, it's fun that if you look into the background there, you get you get to see his murals, and you're like, all right, that's something interesting. Yeah, that's cool. That, that'll that'll give the Metroid subreddit something to talk about for the next year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> People have started to have like. Someone scripted the quiet robe cutscene to, oh. to like to like try to script down the Chozo language because we haven't had that before. This was right. out of nowhere. Of Suddenly we have a Chozo language and people are like these there's consistencies in like certain uses of words. So it doesn't seem like it was just made up. Okay. Cause like so because when um you meet Raven Beak at the start, he has Samus and he says that line, but you don't get it subtitled. But he says yep. the exact same line at the end when he's got in the grip, which is power is everything. Yep. I was like, fuck, that's just cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking dope. Oh my God. Yeah. But like... It's great. In, yeah. The, the ending... Oh my God. My God. Just so, so much stuff that they cram into this. They did the... They did, they did the... Uh, oh, it's over. Uh, they, they did the false ending so well uh, like a couple of times. In the best possible way. Like, I sometimes that people try and do false endings in games or movies, and it just feels like, oh, you're just dragging this out now. But this felt like, oh man, that was so fucking awesome. Oh, it's done. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Oh my god, that was even fucking cooler. (laughs) Yeah. And then, oh, that's done. Holy shit. Oh, now we're doing another classic thing from the Metroid franchise by putting a timer on a giant red timer on the screen. And then you're like, oh, thank God I got out of that. And then more happens. And you're like, this is that the last best. Scene. This is so good. It's great. It ticks a lot of boxes. Um, one of my favorite things is a thing I didn't notice in my first playthrough because I wasn't really paying attention. I wasn't looking for it. But on the second playthrough, it's, it's, it's way more obvious that the second, from the second you actually touch down on the planet, 
like whenever you're talking to the to the AI, never does Adam call you lady. Mm-hmm. So and it's when I when I really started noticing, I'm like, it's from the start, it's there, but it's it's basically yep. Raven Beak's been talking to you the entire time. Adam is on his AI is on the ship. And clearly he's been blocked out. Because as you're going down the elevator shaft, he mentions, like, you've got to get to the nav rooms to talk to me. I cannot communicate with you outside of those rooms. Yeah. And, like, it, Evan, it's Raven Beak the entire time. Just, it like... all makes sense, yeah. Molding and guiding Samus to, like, awaken this Metroid DNA that's been sitting there since Fusion. Like, yeah. And yep. the payoff is so good. But yeah. when Samus realizes it's not Adam... At the end, it just blows the computer up because it's she's like, oh, fucking damn it. <laughs> she's like, I, yeah, it's and it's great too for like at like character uh, like as a character moment. Like she's let her guard down because she's like, mm. oh, this is like one of the only things that I trust is Adam. Yeah, basically, it's, it's AI. Yeah, and I've let my guard down, and it's fucking it's ruined me. Basically, now I'm draining energy out of machines. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, with fucking dope. Oh my god, like. Oh my yeah, god! That's awesome. But yeah, so then like obviously that happens, and then you end up staring down Raven Beak, who reveals that his DNA also was mingled with Samus's with the um the Fohar tribe, where it's not officially confirmed, but um in that there's like that single frame that's there for a second of her in like the uh the test tube, the the tube where they're like you know yeah. doing the DNA insertion. There's like a couple of silhouetted chosen in the background. One of them. Is a bit a bit short and and uh, pudgy and and sort of the silhouette might be way, um old bird which is one of the chosen that um helped raise Samus but it's not officially confirmed because old bird is like hanging out in the manga and has a couple of like frames in zero mission that's it that's it yeah <laughs> but like again if if you're a Metro fan it's a cool thing to be like that's that could be him it could be old bird um yeah just really really cool ways that this game built on the chozo interesting and like having like the chozo soldiers and all that which obviously they would because samus's hmm. armor is a chozo power suit so like yeah. of course the chozo have power suits and then also too like the idea of samus becoming a metroid like that yeah. like i did never I, it's probably maybe like a little bit more like oh okay for like for, for like hardcore metroid fans but for me i was just like oh fuck like of course like like when of she course. when she took the vaccine in um fusion, I was like, well, this is interesting because like mm. now they make a very big point. Where they're like, okay, you are super vulnerable to cold now. Like, yeah, don't, just don't. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, all right, weird, but sure. Like, but, like they like in fusion when they're trying to give you your upgrades, they're like, you probably can't use an ice beam again. Yeah, and Dread sticks to that. Like, you don't get an ice beam; mm-hmm. you have to use ice missiles because yep. you know, we're working Metroid. Yeah, um, absolutely. And on, you, until you get the gravity, so you can't go into those cold rooms. Yep. Yeah, it's and and you sort of like play that off as like the the game game part of the game, like where it's mm. you know, oh, this area is locked off because you haven't got that ability yet. But also, That's the thing, though, narratively, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Because Metroid games do have the hot rooms, like exactly. Like, oh, you cannot come in here and so get the virus. So you're like, all right, cool. So you, if you're if you're like along for a ride, you're like, okay, well, this is a a cold version of those rooms. That's fine. exactly that makes sense. But yeah, 100%. the Metroid fit angle is very cool, and to see it paid off in a full blown like Metroid power suit Holy has she the pure rage <laughs> with which she like grabs Ravenbeak's face. When yep. he's just like, just as he's choking, I'd be like, that's fine. I don't even need you anymore. I'll just like clone a bunch of you. And she's just like, well, that's it. <laughs> God, You've done it. You are fucked. Yeah. 
And then, like, on top of that, like, I, I know we're talking only story, but, like, gameplay-wise, th- mm. that, that moment of, like, doing the, the mechanics of what you've been doing in those Emmy fights, but, like, just amplified by 1,000, mm. um, was so fucking hype. And it was just, great. And, again, they did the same thing they did with the Emmy fights, where they dragged it out, they timed it just perfectly, where you're like, oh, man, I think I fucked this up. And then it, it like it clicks over that you've done it. You're like, oh, thank God, oh, yeah. it's go- it's over. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh God, I just was enraptured for that last like yeah. half an hour of that game. Jesus, it was good. And I do um, kind of like again, like presently at at this point in the timeline, since we don't know beyond this point. <laughs> yeah. Samus has wiped out the Metroids. Yep. The X Parasite. Mm-hmm. And technically speaking, what was left of Fatrozo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's... Yeah. She's, do- she's done a lot. Obviously, uh-huh. by force, you know, like, she didn't kill Choir Robe. That was... No. The, that robot chose ever did that. And that she had to kill Ravenbeak, because that guy was a fucking loose cannon. Yes. Uh, who, who ultimately, hilariously, was food for the X in the end anyway. Oh, yeah. I do love that last that one purple X that's clearly been roaming all of ZDR, being like, "Fuck, I gotta get all these bosses. I've gotta kill this fucking Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get Kraid. I'm gonna be yeah. Oh, Ravenbeak's here. I'll take Ravenbeak." And Samus is like, "Nah, I got this fucking hyper beam because I'm a fucking Metroid, and I'm just gonna fucking melt I'm, you. I'm just gonna kameha meha you into yeah. oblivion." <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I, I think a lot of those moments that were so hype in this game were just so anime like that Ooh. moment there that ending stuff is like yeah like you said it is just like a giant kamehameha and then when she like full-on like obliterates that last one it, it's straight up what gohan does to sell in dragon ball z just like <laughs> right. i'm gonna obliterate you to the last cell there's yeah. nothing left yeah and then like just, and, and like you said as well it's powered by just pure unadulterated rage like yeah. and is- like fucking done she's furious and that beam is she sucked all the energy out of ravenbeak and his entire ship and caused yep. it to crash into the planet yep i oh man and, but then like there's the other moments in the, it, it, like earlier on the game i think after that i think it's the second boss fight or the first boss fight no the first one the ending of that first boss fight boss fight after oh. you do the quick time events the one that and, was like in all the trailers yeah and all the trailers and the gif and stuff and like we've seen everywhere but even still like that's so cool God, it was good. Uh, having that in context after like doing that fight, you're just like, fuck yeah, we are in. And where that first boss fight falls in the game is like, right, you're back in the game. You're accustomed to how these games play, whether you're new to the franchise or not. Here we go. Here's your first big challenge. And then they reward you for getting through that by having this just anime as fuck outro to it. And you're just like, like brilliant. Love it. Nearly, nearly every boss has a moment in the outro where you're like, oh, Christ. Mm-hmm. Like... Yep. Is there anything about you want to say about the story before we move on to the bosses? Like, I, I do. Mean, I love. Yeah. So f- two things. First of all, I was I was honestly expecting her to absorb that purple X at the end. Mm. So I kind of love that she was like, "Oh no, no, no! I'm wiping you out. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. Taking with this. you out. This is like I, I'm ending this. I'm ending this. I could absorb you, but fuck, it, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I loved. Um, it was a bit questionable as to how he knew, but like when she gets in the ship and you know, Metroid suit is about to use the ship. And Adam's like, don't. <laughs> You'll, yeah. You will suck up the energy. I was like, okay, well, how do you know that, Adam? I haven't contacted you. Like, what's going What's going on here? It's a small thing. That's yeah. one thing I was like, how'd you, how'd you find out? But I love. We don't know what the, 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 the communication was like. Maybe True. he, he, he still 
He just couldn't contact her. True, maybe he had access he to like the logs and all that. The system could yeah, see what true. was going on. Yeah, maybe he had a one-way view into it. That that would make sense. That could be. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it just to explain it. Because I was like, how do you how do you know that? But um, <laughs> yeah, Quiet Robe then showing up, or the ex parasite version of Quiet Robe, and like giving like becoming an ex parasite, absorbing into Samus, and I guess there's been a lot of people trying to figure out how to interpret that. Mm. Um, and it seems like. Basically, like, literally, because I guess, like, the X in take over a host, and they inherit the memories, and I guess, maybe, Quiet Robe's spirit or whatever was strong enough to over the X to be like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing this, we're going, yeah. we're gonna go there, and just, yeah, offer ourselves up, so Samus has, I guess, like, the extra Foha stuff to control the Metroid inside of her. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, get back a regular suit, and open up a very enticing future. Right. where this is a suit that might come back. It's not impossible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Like, I if this, I yeah. saw someone be like, what if we got, like, a Devil Trigger equivalent with, like, with a Metroid suit? Fuck. Like, having, like, a like a special meter, like a like a power meter that you could build Like, up. maybe you could actually choose to, like, absorb the energy from, like... St- yeah. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. The future is an oh, interesting place. Man, that'd be cool. And like then, from oh. from here, the game, the games, because obviously this stuff is all behind us now. It'd be interesting to to sort of focus on the identity of Samus at this point, because she is so yeah. much DNA just shaken into like a a human being. Yeah. <laughs> like it's interesting yeah. to consider where she will go from here. I want to get like a gritty look into like like introspective look into where Samus's mind is, like where, where she's at mentally with all that. With all that knowledge, with all that, like you said, she's just like a like a, a petri dish of yeah. of DNA right now, just in a human sack. Um, like yeah, how that like now that everything is seemingly finished, how's that? Well, I mean, how is she? How's she feeling? At the end of Metroid Dread, the Metroids are gone, the X Parasites are seemingly gone, mm-hmm. Mork and Chozo are gone. Uh, she ended the space pirates on planet Zebus, so they're gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only things left hanging in the air, we don't know when Metroid Prime 4 is going to be set. Yeah. And that's the tricky thing, because um, otherwise, I, I assume... I assume that it's so tough, because after finishing Dread, I'm like, fuck, I hope they stopped Prime, because they were seeing Dread, and they saw... And when, when they went mm. back to Retro to start Prime 4 again, they were like, fuck, let's put you after Dread, because then... That is such an interesting time to explore, and I would love to see that yeah, for absolutely. Prime 4, but we'll see, we'll see. It might, it'll probably play it safe and probably sit in its own timeline, and Silex will be there. I'm like, fuck, I don't care about you, Silex. <laughs> Good luck making me. <laughs> I Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think it would make sense for that to be what's happened. I hope whereas, so, because it's going to yeah. be so hard. It, I reckon I, that's the first comment I imagine seeing, like when Prime 4 comes out, and like we're back to sort of like... I love I love it. I will happily take that Samus, but to be got back to like, hey, I'm Prime Samus. Um, don't have any Metroid DNA yet. Like, yeah, no Metroid suit. Just kind of, just kind of just hanging out. Uh, you, I don't know where I am in the timeline because it's a bit of a mess. Uh, Sakamoto throws a bone and Samus returns, but really, Prime's in this weird gray area of like I assume it's between one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you know that? Well, we only know that because now in Samus Returns we have a meta Ridley fight I guess <laughs> I, I think yeah I, it would make sense because up until like 
what halfway through this year we didn't know this game existed there were no. rumors there were all this stuff we didn't know it was a thing so hearing the news that whatever had been done with prime 4 had been essentially scrapped it had been given back to retro and they were taking the reins again it was like that's such a weird decision now the pieces seem like they're falling into place it's been, so, a, it's been a thousand days the other mm-hmm. day since nintendo told us that retro was restarting right i do not want to get my hopes up, but we are living in a world where Metroid Red is very good. Mm-hmm. It's almost certainly going to be up for Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Right, and it's like in terms of like sales numbers, it's selling really well. It did. It. I don't. Nintendo has always been like we have to wait forever to see like official numbers, but at least in Japan, the region this series struggles in so much. Yep. It had a very good opening week. I think in week two it slips to number two, but still, even for a Metroid game, it's very especially a two D Metroid made outside of Japan. Yeah. It's very impressive for this series. It usually even the, dies you, in that country. Yeah. <laughs> which is why it generally gets ignored by Nintendo because The UK uh, it did I remember seeing the UK charts as well. It was yeah, dominating it was there. there too. Yeah. Like it was so I'm I think it really, outsold corruption in like two days or something. Yeah. Like I'm so desperate to see those numbers. I want to see those big, beautiful numbers. Yeah, um, we'll ha- probably have to wait till we're like a financial for, from Nintendo for that, but uh, it's looking promising. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. I, 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 I kind of want to end on the story stuff there, even though I could probably just talk. Yeah, so long no. About it. But, by all um, means. Special shout out to Mercury Steam for showing restraint. There for having Metroid Dread with no Metroids, like not one apart from Samus at the end. But like That's I was, true. I was sure we'd at least see a Metroid in, in like a tube or something. But no, yep, nothing. And a bit of sweetly, no Ridley. I get it. You know, I thought he was going to show up. I, I was like, I, I, I was thought that so was like certain. almost like like at like an eighty percent lock that he was going to show up. And when he didn't, I was I, like, huh. it's again. I was, I was, I was torn between being really proud of him for like you know. We just had a Ridley fine Samus Returns. Um, he is, see, he died in Metroid. He died in Super Metroid. He died in Prime One. He died in Prime Three. <laughs> he died in. He then uh, was on the planet that blew up in Super Metroid. Mm-hmm. They then cloned, or uh, you know, they cloned him in other M. So mm-hmm. they had a clone of Ridley, who then also died, and then an ex parasite took that over, and then also died. He's died a lot. So, like, I get it. Um, the only reason I was sad was because, like, I know it's... I know there's been so many Ridley fights, but I just... We deserve a HD Ridley fight. And, sure. But I I feel like maybe Prime 4 will give us that. We'll see. Mm, I think, yeah, this... That, they did fan service in a way, like... just, And this is just coming from, like, my, again, my very casual knowledge and talking to you. Um, they did fan service in the right way, where they were like, we're not just going to throw stuff in here to be like, quote unquote, fan service. Like, we're like, look, it's a Metro. Look, here's Ridley. Like, it, they yeah. did stuff where it's like, they expanded the lore. They built on the stuff that came before it. And they paid it off. Like, it's, mm. yeah, it, they just sort of nailed it really, really well for have to say, the hardcore though, fans there. It made, me, it made me super annoyed that I knew Craig was in the game. <laughs> That's very yeah. That's like him. Him being in that trailer, out like I was like, okay, well, man, if they're showing Craig, like who knows? And it's like, again, I again, total respect. Not Dragon Ridley. I'd been like, here he is again, guys. Yeah, I'd be like, 
I know a lot of other people who are like, oh, this has been done. I'm like, yeah, but the Ridley music's really good and he's a fun guy. I can imagine like <laughs> HD just so over it, Samus with like, I don't know. Oh, I, don't, I, I think I think partially I want redemption for the Samus Ridley stuff after other M. I know yeah. that's left in a weird space where Samus, you know, suddenly suffers from PTSD. It's like, oh no, Ridley's back. It's like, yeah, you've killed him a lot. Um, yeah granted this time i guess i could sort of explain because like you know you blew the planet up that he was on so technically how is he here yeah exactly it's like why won't you die yeah just stop following me yeah exactly (laughs) um yeah no i think yeah i i like i said as a casual metroid fan i think this was really really great it had it just hit that like perfect like the perfect amount of like stereotypical cheesy sci-fi where it's just like, and I mean that again. I mean that in the best possible way because it's what these games are really like. I mean the Metroid series, it's it's ties run deep with aliens. So like yeah, exactly that's it. This, like so, this series is not know. a stranger to to nods and like homages and poking at things and stuff. Yeah, I think it's it's it had moments where I was like, oh my god, yeah, like like the whole thing of like, you know, she's fully getting taken over by the metro dna she's becoming a metroid like that that's such a cool concept in you know a game called metroid, metroid. like and you know what it's the you can now be you can you can be a spoiler asshole when that joke comes up now exactly like, why can't why can't metroid crawl like well metroid can crawl because samus I, is metroid samus is a metroid man like I, spoilers for dread i guess <laughs> he that that guy popped up again i think he's been playing dread and he finally oh, nice. finished it. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw someone post about that the other day, and I'm that's like, so that's good. great. Yeah. He and he had like a tweet that was very similar, though. He was like, but he really liked it. It was that's great. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So like all those jokes, like you know how they always make the joke about Link and Zelda and all that with Samus and Metroid. It's one and the same, baby. Yeah. And also the series can stay Metroid now because Samus is literally the last Metroid at this yep. point. <laughs> oh, man, what if they call that like? Like, I, I think I was listening to Min Max and I was like, what if the next one's just called Samus? <laughs> oh my god. Metroid Samus. Like Metroid Colon Samus. Sure. Let's go. It's exciting to think what could come next. Um but yeah, okay. I think I think we'll wrap it on the story there. Otherwise yep. I'll waffle too long and loop on points. But yeah, I just <laughs> wanted to say that special moment to be like, yeah, good on you guys for not relying too heavily on the classic metroid staples and that even extends to music and stuff like mm-hmm. say what you will i i feel like the soundtrack suited the atmosphere but the metro games as much as i love them usually they and the only one we really had was brinstar's red soil but usually i know samus returns did it a lot it was like hey look at the isn't his cool metroid tunes i'm like yeah okay i love that song but let's get some new stuff up in here and yeah Again, it was largely atmospheric pieces for this game, but I think I still liked them. It's not like I'll listen to them on their own, like I do a lot of the classic Metroid songs, but in the game, as it was playing, I was like, these are great. I think Berenia is Beremia is my favorite one. That one's incredibly good. I think it's, yeah, it, they really wanted to nail that, like, I mean, it's a, a game called Metroid Dread. So yes. they wanted to have that unnerving feeling that, really does come throughout this game even when you are like just a fucking super powered being towards the end it's it still has the moments of like oh but you've got all this power and you're kicking ass but is it gonna be enough still like 
are you sure? And so, I, I, having the um the music reflect that as well is really really mm. good. Um, particularly in like the the Emmy encounters, like that, oh, the just, Emmy stuff is so creepy. I love it. It's so good, and that sound that they like. We're talking about like not just music, but like sound design. Sound, the sound yeah. that the Emmys make. That little like tweety beep, the tweety beepy things. Yeah, Ooh. it's so like just unsettling. Anytime you yeah. hear that. And then you hear, and they come after you, and then the music kicks in. And you're like, "Fuck!" You just start legging it across the, the the map. I definitely talked about it a lot last last episode, but yeah, the way the Emmys just sort of become this thing that I would see on social media, like people posting the ways that they got them, was just yep. really fun. Yep, I really enjoyed that. It's um, yeah, I really enjoyed the Emmy stuff. Um, special special shout out. I choose to take it this way, um, as being a nod to Ridley. Like the last two Emmys you deal with are the purple and the red one. Ah, oh, yes. generally when you fight Ridley, he is purple, and then you shoot him until he becomes red and explodes because, of course, he does his dragon. But um, makes sense. It's, I'm just choosing to accept that as like this is my nod to Ridley. Obviously, I mean, it's not anything, but I, because so, like, I was like, when I saw a, a purple Emmy, I'm like, are you gonna become Ridley? This yeah, like, but I mean, yeah, again, it's we're respect them to not for not dragging him out again. Exactly, but but and also too, we were just talking about like the the, the sort of more refined, restrained version of fan service that they would sort of the, the Mercury Steam were doing with this game. I feel like that's, well, I, I I would believe that if they were like, yeah, that was absolutely not to really like, I would be like, yeah, cool, all right. And you saying that now, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Um, because they also yeah. have the two strongest ones as well, like you know the um the wave beam and the power bomb. Mm-hmm. but um yeah. yeah speaking of speaking of ridley and we'll talk about the bosses in a second i promise i'm gonna save this and then we're gonna move away from story all right this when you run into craid yeah and samus walks into that room and she's just like oh, fuck what's that something big is in here she's guarded she walks forward and then it's craid and she's just like i you it's like yeah everything it's yep. you. <laughs> it's like, she's like, just the right. way that she immediately lets her guard down. Just like, she's like, I'm not even scared. I'm not even worried about you, Creed. She's like, let's fucking dance. Like, yeah. Like, you're chained up. I've, if you'd been Ridley, maybe you'd get like a, I don't know, I'd stagger. I'd be like, double take, but she's just yep. Creed. <laughs> show, show me your belly buttons, plural, and I will fucking fill them <laughs> full of super missiles, you piece I will of end shit. You. Yeah. Bring that crap on. Yeah. No, I, yeah. So good. So good. But to shift gears slightly before, again, we just loop and loop and loop and loop and loop and loop and loop. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about a few, a few of the other aspects because, like, there's a lot to di- to digest in this game. And I do want to... I want to spend some time with the bosses and the enemies of Metroid Dread. Okay. Because, um, again, I, I think I said it last week, but I can say it never in spoils. Like, this game has some of my favorite Metroid bosses ever, honestly. Yeah. There's yep. some Stone Cold classics in this game um yeah some so, of my favorite boss fights period I yeah think. some very fun some ones. amazing ones like that just final like, fight with with um raven's Raven is just so good like so good i can just imagine sakurai being so happy he was retired because guess what i fucking yeah. want raven beacon smash <laughs> <laughs> um how did you feel that? if we're talking about boss fights here how did you feel about like I've seen it as a point of contention for some people. Um, the QTE stuff for the boss fights. Um, so, I mean, these were an issue that people brought up 
in Samus Returns. Mm. I completely understand if people don't like them. Uh, yeah. The way I see them is you don't have I mean, you don't have to do them. It, they remind me sort of like how if you're obviously a much easier version of it, but if you're playing Dark Souls or something like that, if you're good enough, you can usually repost a boss. Yeah, like you can you can guard yeah. break a boss in that game and just get a bunch of free damage. And yeah. obviously, it's much harder to do in those games. Uh, and obviously, not as bad in this one. Um, but I do still think that's a decent risk reward. Like if you miss the counter and you take that hit, it'll usually, especially um, in early game, like where bosses mm. can take a tank, like uh-huh. it it can be pretty bad. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like I totally do sympathize with people who don't enjoy it that much. Personally, I love seeing Samus climb all of his bosses just unloading missiles. That's so exactly I'm how I feel. It. <laughs> and I love, I love that you still had like, yeah, like you are still in control of the missiles for the most part. Yeah, yeah, or, like, you, can, the, sh- you can shoot regular beam shots if you want. <laughs> yeah, I just love how you can just like fucking slam that button and just unload. And it's, so, I just found it so satisfying who, every time. Who was your favorite boss to do the counter on? Oh, it's tough because I don't, if you haven't seen them all, I think there's some surprise ones. I think without knowing all the like on my first run because i didn't get the counter the counter on crate is so good if you haven't yeah. seen it i posted it on twitter it's amazing just the way that samus jumps onto his jaw yanks it open and then just shoots him straight down the throat but um, yep. apart from that without seeing that on my first run i honestly think it was probably experiment z57 is that the the flying the the massive one that you sort of it, it tries to get away from you and just like on its head as it's on climbing its around its giant f- cylinder. Oh my You're god. Like, it's just like, get her off of me. This hurts yeah. so much. It, and, and and like for the perspective of Samus, she's just like, I'm, I'm just gonna keep fucking <laughs> just gonna fucking end you so badly. You're not dead it yet? Is. Let's go again. Round and two. It, let's run. And I will always give extra points to anything because it's 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 such a again, it's only really been realized recently. But it's such a cool way to use them is uh, when she uses her space jump, her little jump jets on her back to, like, slow herself. Like, yes. It's just, and that one has that one, like, where you just, mm-hmm. like, slow yourself, and you're like, again. Any any one of those that has that, I love it. And, yeah. So I do think Z57 was my favorite. I, I think that Z57 was probably my boss fight, honestly. It was, it was great, yeah. Fight. It was so much fun. I yeah, really enjoyed that one. Um, but then, like, just, like, the, the culmination and having, like, that, that, that Ravenbeak... It's just so good. And and then when you pointed out too, like the fact that she's using the moves that he uses at the start of the game, it's like, yeah, like she, fuck yeah, that's she, awesome. The fact that he uses the exact same moves and clearly she's downloaded them and been like, okay, yep. I know when I was saying to our other occasional guest on the show, Brennan Hill, when you're doing the counter move on Ravenbeak and he does like that massive beam, like blade swing, and yep. like the way that Samus is like shooting missiles and then pivot sidesteps to spin around and keep shooting it, like that yep. animation, that is the coolest thing I've seen in video games this year. Nothing yep. comes close. That it, that oh, animation just... is the best. <laughs> those those QTE like counters felt like they had this sort of like Capcom DMC, like Devil May Cry vibe to them, like or like a even like a Platinum Games probably like feel to them. Like they were like not on the same level as of finesse, I guess, but like oh, yeah. they had those moments of those like Japanese action RPG games that have those moments in them, and, and are you know what? known you can, for it. 
you can whisper you can whisper it. I'm not going to make you say it out loud. But you can whisper it into in, into the nothingness if you listen to the show. You can half nearly thank Other M for that. Other M gave us this. Can for all that we say about Samus's character type in that game, when she is killing those enemies, good lord, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> like the one that she like, she will. There's one that she will spear tackle like under one arm under the ground and like pin it down and like at point blank blast its head away. It's just yeah. like Samus is brutal in Other M, yeah. and I do think Samus returns continued that and it's sort of yeah is followed up on a dread so it, it's been a it's and i it's just fun to see that side of samus obviously because she mm-hmm. is incredibly strong and she doesn't care she's had mm-hmm. it yep she's i mean done she cares with shit. but she's she's so sick of it she's like yeah. i've been doing this for so long do your worst <laughs> she she's samuel L. jackson in snakes on a plane she's had it with these motherfucking <laughs> insert race of 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 metroid enemies metroid, or metroid X, space pirate you know walking tribe on this motherfucking insert, insert planet, planet. Name here. yeah like it's fine yeah you know this, that that's that's what she is she's like i'm i'm getting too over this shit and i'm so done I, I will run through the bosses real quick so if there's anyone you want to talk about let me know so the first, mm-hmm. obviously first we talked about a bit it was which is corpius mm-hmm which is the uh the invisible guy that we've seen so much of he was a fun fight i really liked him it was a fun fight and yeah, that that finisher was finisher just is so just good. Plus ten plus <laughs> sets 10, the tone. 10 sets the tone for the rest of the boss fights to come as well. Everyone's favorite tubby big boy Craid, yeah, chained up in a room with lava. Yep. Presumably, it is to stop him from moving, since typically Craid is um, I mean, in the, in the two in Metroid and Super Metroid, he lives in Brinstar, which is a lot more mm-hmm. jungly sort of environment. He's not usually in this sort of area, so yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's fun. Obviously, yeah, his counter's great. I love, of course, he's the one you can sequence break if you get the bombs early. You yep. can just shoot yourself into his ugly little belly button and just like bomb him from the inside. Oh my God. To just like skip the second phase entirely. That's so good. So, so basically, you do the first phase as normal. You shoot him in the mouth until he smashes the platform. And then when he does that, at the back left corner, if you go into ball mode, again, you have to have, to have sequence broken to get the bombs to do this. You drop a bomb and it'll release, reveal a little launcher that you roll into in your bomb and it'll shoot you on a quick little U2, U2 um, turn into his belly button. And you just you just <sighs> mash like you would the missiles with bombs and he's just like, fuck. And yeah, that'll, that'll <laughs> kill him. Great. That'll kill his second phase and skip it entirely. Um, shout <sighs> out to, the, uh, to the, the, the belly spike dodge that Samus does in the finisher. It's just incredible. incredible oh, cool. so good. Doesn't so care. good. Doesn't care. Not even scared of Kraid. No concern whatsoever. No. Nah. No, this is like a stepping stone on her way to getting the fuck out of this place. Yeah. yeah. Then we had our first of the robot chosen soldiers, which would recur multiple mm. times in varyingly mm. difficult areas. But usually it's the arena that decides how hard that fight is. It's true. I guess the number of chosen soldiers that you have to fight. <laughs> and I guess too, like how competent you've gotten with the game. Like it's... Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I think the first one bailed me up for a little bit. The second oh, yeah. one, which is you, in the, the jungle so, area, I think... The big thing for the, the, Cho- the robot chose a soldier is it it's so different from every other Metroid encounter, right? Because this thing is just like, I am I'm here. It's like, okay, well usually I would just stand on the other side of the room and shoot, uh, but yep. you're here with me, so I'm gonna have to like shift, like flash shift over the other side or something, or yep. hope that I you get you do the counterattack so I can like open you up. 
Um, so yeah, they were definitely at first a bit of a struggle and then you get on top of them and then they go, what if two? And you're like, Jesus Christ, what if two yep. on this yep. multi-tiered arena where I've got no room to sort of leave a gap on hard mode. Those were the things that hung me up the most, those guys. Yeah. Like I, I yeah, the, the first one bailed me up a lot. And then I, and also because I completely forgot about phase shifting. So I was like, yeah, right, flash cool. shift is mad. Flash shift. Flash yeah. shift. Flash shift is massive for like initially dealing with them. And when you start dealing with them in duos, it, the key is to spam storm missiles. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, that's basically what I do. Um, but yeah, like, I, and also too, like using the flash shift was all well and good because, like, to, especially to avoid that like red attack that they would do. Oh my god, that fucking red attack with the massive hitbox. Yeah, that, w- that would go through bullshit. like objects as well. If you were, you're like, I'm above it. It's like doesn't matter. It'll hit you. That was that was one of the only times I was just like, call yeah. bullshit on this. Call bullshit. It's a little bit. It is a little bit bullshit. You can you can call it that. <laughs> yeah, and so, but then, but then they it'd do the counter, but you were already in such a rhythm by using flash shift. That you do flash shift again, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I missed my counter yeah. attack. God so damn it. So it's like, yeah, you, it, it's funny because you had to really go in for a read and be like, are you white or red? And just like, you'd have to yep. wait till the last second. And yeah, it can it can get, it was definitely pretty tough at times. Again, especially when there's two of them chasing you around. Yeah. So, Although I found the two of them, I guess I probably the storm missile probably storm missile changes the fights a lot. <laughs> yeah, like that definitely helped. Um, the fact that you can lock onto one of them and then as long as you're holding R and like you can run around freely until you want to fire is just yeah. So useful. As long as you don't get hit, yeah. Like it's yeah. As long as you don't get hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I um that 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 made that those that that one a little bit easier. But yeah, the second one of those fights with in like the cavern area. Oh, that yeah. one bailed me up for no joke, and I was talking to you about this. I was messaging you about this for about three hours, yeah. and to the point where I was just like, "I'm putting this down." I put it down, went to bed, woke up the next day, picked it up at my first opportunity moment that I could pick it up, beat it first go. I was like, "Cool." I was just yeah, I'd played a lot that day, so yeah, I think that's my way and come back exactly come back for clear clear mind. Um, and yeah, it's, it definitely helped in that um in that instance, but yeah. Um, next up, we've got a um, what we've got the boss that appears to be this game's version of um, the Spore boss from Super Metroid that everyone skips. That's Droigia, <laughs> which is the big underwater guy. Oh yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah. When I first ran into him, he was like one of the first bosses that I actually had to start putting together like a puzzle, which was kind of fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, like he's very easy to skip. So like most yeah. speedrunners are just like avoiding him altogether. He doesn't okay. block any power ups or anything. It's just like. This boss is here, it exists here to take up your time. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Well, you know, everyone loves skipping the spore boss in Super Metroid, so why not bring him back? <laughs> why not? But yeah, he was he was fun. I liked him in the first. Time. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I was um yeah. I mean, there wasn't really any bosses that I was like. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't dislike. Oh uh, no, I didn't dislike any of them. There's one here I'm looking at who like when you first fight him, it's like, oh, you're not super fun. Yeah. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah. Um. I, what I liked about Droigia was he was sort of a, a lesson in, like, getting the handle of swapping between, like, grapples and beam attacks and avoiding damage a lot. Yep. But, like, right. once you once you have that down, like, he's just sort of an obstacle, really. Like, he's not too bad. But initially, mm-hmm. like, when I was I was struggling to get the read on his, like, tentacle attacks and, like, also you're fighting him in water without the gravity suit, so you've got to deal with that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. It's Yeah, it was it was fun. I, yeah, not my most memorable one, but it's fun. Got, then we've got, not to be confused with the robot ones, we've got the regular Chozo soldiers, yep. which are the guys with the spears. Um, yep. Again, these guys appear in multiple forms in multiple places, so mm-hmm. 
for the most part, again, when I first ran into one of these, it was it hung me up a little bit. But like, once you get into their rhythm, they're not too bad. Yeah, like I don't think I had too much issue. So with pretty cool these ones, but yeah, I love great. I love the finisher when you fight the more like the X infested ones, like where she yeah rips open their jaw, and oh. or even better, like the last ones when she's a Metroid, where she just like drains the energy out she's of like, and, and like, the, but like, and then hand. Oh yes, that's <laughs> just, uh, again like. Just like that real anime platinum mm. games, yeah. like over the top, like massive, like ride and energy from Metal Gear Rise, like oh, Metal Gear Solid yes. Revengeance, where it like crushes the um, the the robot hearts or whatever they were. Yep, yep. I I, I love it. Just like yeah, she holds their face down into yeah, the ground and just as she does it, like, it. Just like fuck you. It is the biggest fuck you. I love yeah. it. So so good. But yeah, they were, they were fun. And again, a lot of the times on again on hard mode, they can be rough. Especially the later ones that like spew the black stuff at you. Oh, just, like, yeah, that sucked. Yeah. On hard mode, if that catches you, you are gonna have a bad time. It's yeah, and it's yeah. That's oh, usually but, just a matter of sort of baiting it and then bailing it the last second. But yeah, yeah, if it catches you, it sucks. Either like either like jumping, like double jumping up and then dropping down, or like mm. jumping up and then like screw attacking the air. Yeah. While you're, while you're just bouncing around up the top, of it while it does its thing. Yeah. Um, then we had Eskew, uh, which is a, the little bug you fired to get the storm missiles. This was oh. one of the ones that actually gave me a bit of trouble initially. So you fight it in Ferenia, you go in there, it's like glows purple, it charges at you, or it shoot, it, aim, it can shoot the black balls of damage at you, or it shoots all the little purple things at you. Oh, right. And yep. it's, the first, it's the first one that when you kill it, it turns into like an X-Core. And I was like, holy shit. It's yeah. an X-Core from Metroid Fusion. They brought it back. It was very cool. That boss kind of sucks. However, because I did the um, I did a bunch of sequence breaking today, I got the screw attack really early. This yeah. boss is hilarious if you got screw attack Because <laughs> you can just like, you can just jump at the boss and it's like, stop it. No, don't <laughs> do that. Stop, you're hurting me. Um, like, uh, and like side point as well, like, you know, the fact that it turns into an X-Core and then from then on out, all the health pickups are yeah uh, x well, in the game we, we, we didn't we didn't actually touch on it in the story at all mm-hmm. but the moment yeah. when the, when you when you go in there and you have you find a chosen soldier and then as you're leaving or there's that one cutscene where you see your first x parasite and you're like fuck the x mm-hmm. in here okay well at least we, we expected as much yep. but um then they're just you open that door and you you just <laughs> i love the perspective because you, you see samus like looking out and then there's all these ex-parasites flying away. And you can just... Samus is just definitely just like, well, guess God. I'm blowing up this planet. God damn it. Yep, it's done. This planet's gone. Like, yep. And it's funny because there was a lot of questions at the end of the game. I saw some people be like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, does Samus just do a lot of genocide? And it's like, well, the ex kind of took over everything. So yeah, in a like, really it's... grim way, she did the right thing, I guess. Yeah, it's like necessary genocide if like, such a thing exists how horrible right but these there's these just these parasites but just like cool i'm you now what am yep. i well, you're dead i'm i'm you now it's like no i'm you yeah oh okay cool. awesome this Thanks. sucks <laughs> Thanks. And yeah just the fact that everything is the next parasite after that is pretty, pretty yeah good. it's just like a neat touch i was like that's and really, I, really so cool. i i'm actually glad you brought that up because that was when i sort of felt not necessarily difficulty ease off but one of the issues I had sometimes early in the game was like getting drops, like health pickups and stuff. But once the mm-hmm. X parasites are there, I feel like I was always getting full health and full missiles constantly. Oh yeah, 
it wasn't a problem after that, really. Yeah. Like there was very few few times where I had struggled to to regain health or. or it was. Just, it was. It was just cool to see that because I I had I mean I had suspected what we might see X parasites. I didn't think we'd get the entire second half of the game being like, hey, remember fusion? This is mm-hmm. fusion now. I'm like, holy shit, yep. awesome! Yep. This is awesome, especially if you played fusion. Just a cool throwback. Uh, yep. We actually did get a <laughs> um, sigh from Sorry Mode Oz contacted us about this when we I was going, hey, when you got us, what do you got about Metroid? Ask me stuff. And he raised a very good point, talking about how some of the X, when they float away, they would move. Like, and again, it happened rarely, but when it did, it was very annoying. You'd kill an X creature, and then it, you'd be like, cool, I'll absorb you. And it would float there for a second, and you're like, why aren't you absorbing? Yeah. And then it would fly to another side of the room and be like, oh, I'm another enemy now. It's like, but... <sighs> okay. I, I killed you, and now I'm going to chase you? And like the first, the first time when you encounter that in in a room that you encounter for the first time, it's fine. But yeah, when yeah. you're like backtracking or you're like finding yeah. items or you're just like, I just wanted to heal, <sighs> guys, and yeah. it's like, no, I'm not killing you a second time. I'll yeah. kill, I'll go kill this other thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely when you've got was the screw, a bit of annoying. Again, common three, common theme here. But when you've got the screw attack, oh yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just so jump into them. About- the power I was talking about is speed booster. And once you have that and the game blows open, yeah, it, a lot of the game changes. Mm-hmm. But still these guys, yeah, the ones that teleport around, I'd be like, do I have to chase you over there? Like, I really, legitimately, I just wanted the health. But you're yep. making me work for it. And I'm eh, you know. It's like, I'll um, just go to the next room and kill something else in here. It's fine. Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when, he, when, he, when I got bored off my... That's a really good point. It, I... I hadn't really thought of it until now, but it is it is kind of annoying when they would just sort of jump across the other side of a room and you'd be like, I want to chase you. Yeah. Apart from that, though, I love the X-Parasites and the way they're used and bringing back the Corexes and all that. <laughs> Speaking of Corexes, the next boss is, yeah, like I said, it was probably, aside from Ravenbeak, my favorite, which is Experiment Z number Z57. Yep. Favorite thing about this boss is when you see it the first time. Mm. In the room. Yeah. When it's being poked and prodded by the robots. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I was like, man, that thing's big and ugly, but at least it's dead. And then when you run into the room, you're like, but you are dead. Oh, it's an X parasite, of course. <laughs> it's yeah, it's great. Like the, the the environmental storytelling in this sort of game in yeah. this game is just so good. Seeing stuff in the background like that, where it's like, you're gonna fight this later, but you don't know that yet. <laughs> like, yeah, because like it yeah, when you're going past, you're like, well, that thing's definitely not alive. And this is before the ex-parasite, so you're like, okay, well, this is this big, ugly monster in the background. It's cool. That's a, that is some cool detail. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, shows up as a boss thanks to the ex, and you're like, that's that's also awesome. Yep. And he was just a fun fight, you know? Like, I love that he was... Yeah, he had the stupid tentacle arms, but then also he became, like, um, Megalovania Sans bullshit, with he's like, all right, run and jump, baby. You're like, oh, God. Also yep. can be killed in one hit by a shine spark if you can pull it off, which is hilarious. <laughs> Fucking, that's great. That's a that is a power move right there. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, uh, so good. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, that also, fight. It also has like our favorite um QTE kit yeah. Just like the way she rides that thing is, it's just like scurrying around me and like I just I don't want to be in this situation anymore. And like they do it three times, and yeah. it gets. Even better each time you do it. Because he's like, fuck yeah, let's just ride this motherfucker. And it's one of those ones where you can, as long as you're mashing, you're almost always shooting missiles at it. Because all Samus has to do is just hold on. Yep, absolutely. It's oh, yeah. so good. So, so good. good. I also love the, that fight. Like, it has that cool fake out with the X-Core. 
When you're like, all right, now the X Corp. Oh no, it's in the lava. That's been taken care of. Yep. That just the way, like done. when it, it um it drags Samus off, and she's like hanging on, and she's looking down with her gun aimed, and she's like, eh, no, we're good. Yep. And that's the, that's also the one where she's walking away and shoots the thing on the wall without even yes. making eye contact with it. Just again, <sighs> done with it. So done. She's like, I'm just getting this over and done with, and I'm out. Then we got uh we got uh, the one you get cross bombs from, which is one of the new power ups, Golzuna, that bug. Which starts oh, off as yep. like the little the little pink thing you see at the start, and then it becomes the bigger one that you're like, okay, I've also fought you, and then it becomes the one that shoot, that poops out the little little bombs. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That was where it sort fine. of becomes a shmup sometimes with those little cross bombs yeah, where you're like true. screw attacking in a very small area. What? I mean, it's a few bosses where I've had similar things where you've got to stay in very specific areas to avoid damage. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it wasn't bad. Again, if you are. This one's much harder to do, but if you're a massive badass... So when I came in here, I had, obviously, I had Screw Attack and all that. So you can kill the first two stages with Screw Attack if you're quick enough. Mm-hmm. But I ended up, you see, or you can also Shine Spark them. <laughs> okay, yep. You can, shine, you can Shine Spark each phase. I think this, the third phase takes a couple of hits, and then the X-Core right. takes one. But yeah, I just love... Once you, can, once you get Speed Booster, this game is wild. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. And, like, seeing how... To like get some of the items that you need to get with the speed booster is, you're like, oh, yeah. oh. power up shop next, and I the speed booster I can't wait to talk about. Yeah, um, but I, I love I'd love to be in the mindset of a speedrunner right who's playing Dread for the first time, and must just look at the size of a room and goes, I could shine spark in here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like just like size. That's it all up. it takes, and yeah. the boss is like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Or like, yeah, exactly. Or like, like on the on the the lead into it, just being like, there's enough, there's enough room. Yeah, yeah. I got this. Oh, I could try and spark on a way in. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's oh man, that's so much fun. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. And then you obviously mm. Raven Beak, which I feel like we've talked about a lot, but he's we just talked a lot about so such good. a good fight, such so a fun good. fight. Love the reveal. Love the arena. Love his design. Mm-hmm. I love. I love each each phase shift like that shot between phase one and two where Samus lo- like leaps up at him and like point blanks him in his stomach oh, and like God. blows his like cape off and then he has his big wings oh. and then when he rips his other wing off it survives a blast in between phase two and three I was like I, I was like are we getting some fucking Sephiroth vibes here like yeah he, he was one he was wing, one wing for shit. a bit yeah he had, some, like... he had some um it was you know shades of Ridley like he had his big stomp attacks and he's like horizontal mm dashes and stuff oh we love the horizontal dash love that loved it love the good horizontal dash in the um, third phase as well we seem to have made it looked like his own version of like speed booster or something like that yeah or yeah. shine spark it was really that one caught me off off guard a couple of times mm-hmm. yeah but yeah just a really fun fight i loved him for sure Kicked my ass a lot the first my first run my so god much. But so much when you beat him the most satisfying feeling for sure <laughs> um but uh, I reckon it's also this is a good chance to talk about the Emmys. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, so, a- any particular Emmy highlights or lowlights that you remember? You I want to run through their powers a bit, or you reckon you've got it under control? Um, I mean, you can run through them just a refreshment, probably. So you know, but, like, the damage, the damage one is no problem. White one's no problem. There's the mother brain central units. The green one had the um. Is that the cloak? No, it wasn't the cloak one. What if the, I don't think the green one had anything. It was just like the first one you could really cloak in front of. Maybe it mm. had morph ball. It may have had morph ball, actually. I think, yeah. 
Then yellow yep. had speed booster, blue had ice missiles, purple had the wave beam, and red had power bomb. But isn't really yep. an enemy that you fight per se. No. Uh, yeah, I liked these. I liked again, and we talked about this I think last week and this week. Just that tension, or uh, uh, they've timed it yep. perfectly for how long it takes to you know at first blow like you know the the protective unit off the front of it and then to charge up the um... i also um appreciate that you have to do it each time yes which is a good way to remind the players like first you do this and then you do this <laughs> yes yeah yeah exactly so it's, it's like a good it's like get ready here we go um, yeah, because we're locking in this, in this arena and you're killing this enemy. That is what is happening next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not leaving until this thing's dead. But but when it yeah. is, say all, all clear. <laughs> Safe room, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really liked that. Um, again, like we talked about before, the, that little bleep bloop sound that they make is just so unsettling. And It is. Um, and some of those just those close calls as well. Like when you would last minute get the Phantom Cloak on and it's right uh, in front of you, like looking up and down, you're like, Yep. I know you're not going to see me, but like, what if though? Phantom Cloak while you press yourself up against the ceiling. I love that Like one. When I yeah. first discovered you could do that, I was like, why can I press myself up? Oh, now I know why. There we go. Yeah. No, that was really, really cool too. And and I guess speaking of like hanging from the roof, like the one, I think it's the Blue Emmy that you fight. That was my favorite one. Yeah. Hanging off the roof, like charging it up. is so good. Because like so I was good. fighting, I was fighting that Blue Emmy for a while one, and I was like, there's no... Like, and I've seen them, there are ways to do it without using the roof, but mm. I was just doing laps being like, I can't, I don't have enough space down here. Where do mm-hmm. I go? And I just so happened to find myself on the top floor. I'm like, it's behind me. I've got to go across this gap. And then as I rode across, I saw it go on the roof. I'm like, ah, oh, ah, oh. mm, there we go. <laughs> got there you. we go. Yeah. You've got it figured out. You're a dead robot. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that, that was probably my favorite one to fight. But I it was so, yeah. It was oddly satisfying killing the purple one because the purple one sucks yes. initially. So that was another one that, that Sly pointed out from Story Game. We wanted to, <laughs> to point out specifically that the purple one was a, bar, a right bastard and he hated it. And you know what? You know what? Yep. I'm right there with you. I think we're in agreement with that. Yep, for yeah. sure. Like, <laughs> there's a couple of enemies that do it, but I know that at the, the first time you run into the purple enemy, it's just like, haha, you're in water. You're like, well, this sucks. And then it's just like, also, this one is really good at finding you, and also it shoots projectiles through objects. You're like, ah, oh, are you kidding mm-hmm. me? <laughs> that stun locks you, basically. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's and then fun. when you come back with uh with gravity suit, mm. fuck you, purple Emmy. I'm, I'm gonna just kill you. Walk all over that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, purple Emmy was definitely the the meanest of a bunch when I ran into him the first time. Just like I think so. Yeah. Any any enemy you fight in water is never fun before gravity suit. And I do really appreciate how much you appreciate the gravity suit after you get it. But when they've got projectiles that go through like, yeah, terrain and stuff, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a bit, this is a bit mean. This I'm just a- trying to, I just want to run. This is rough. It's like one step too far. Yeah. Yeah. Just one step too um, far. Because like the blue Emmy had a similar thing. His didn't go through terrain, but like with the ice attacks, it would freeze you. And that sucked. But at least like you could put an object between you and the Emmy and you were fine. And purple was just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, taking down each enemy was very satisfying, and I was actually Loved pretty it. surprised by the end. I wasn't sick of them. I think they did a good job of sort of making them each feel different, whether it's like the arenas or the the this areas you had to escape them through, or like the powers you got from them. I think I think too, if there was, I think it was the right amount as well. If there was any more, I think it would have been like okay, 
Yeah, well, there's only four legitimate ones, right? Exactly. The, the damaged one at the start, the, the other white one's sort of a freebie, mm-hmm. and then the red one you destroy in a cutscene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was like just the right amount where it was like, it made you feel better each time and more prepared. Yeah. Um, by the time you got to that last one, you're just like, yeah. I'm, I'll be honest. I, I was sweating a bit at the thought of fighting the red one. I'm like, you, I can't fight the red enemy. It has power bombs. Power bombs, yeah. It has, like, just has little little nukes. It's like, like what I, am I going to do about that? <laughs> I use those and it just fucking obliterates everything. Like, yeah. I'm, that, was, that was the one thing in other room where Adam's like, hey, Samus, don't use power bombs. I was like, yeah, fair. Honestly, yep. totally yep. fair. Yep. <laughs> And honestly, when you're looking for items, it's the I win button. Because you're just it like, is. Cool. Like, All right, cool. now I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I want to see what every block is. Power bomb. Or if you're fighting Ravenbeak. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I, I 100% did that. That was exactly how I got through that phase. And it's funny because that was actually what made him so hard on hard mode, right? Because I wasn't oh. I wasn't looking for, for power-ups. So when I went up to Ravenbeak, I was like, shit, I got two power bombs, man. Like, Oh, man. Yeah. So I, I, had a, I, I had I had a strict timer. I had to actually make it through one of those like pet sun attacks oh, no. on hard mode. And it was terrifying. I oh. beat him, but it was terrifying. I had so many power bombs. And I was just like, get, he'd, he'd, like, oh, he'd yeah. throw his sun up into the air and I'd be like, no. I'll just curl into a ball and blow everything up. You're dead. <laughs> Thank you for healing me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'll take all Thanks, those Dad. heals and those missiles. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now where were we? Oh, that's right, missile uh, like yeah. storm missile lock. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, love the Emmys. I really enjoyed. Emmys were cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I because I was definitely the part I was probably most nervous about, but I think mm-hmm. I, I mean I did good. Yep. Uh, any any other and I probably a bit much of a stretch to say. Hey, any enemies you want you, you jump to mind? But like honestly, they yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, the enemies are they just... Were, I think they were all good foil, really. They are, they were. They were just there to... And some of them were just like, oh, that's a cool design. And then you see them for yeah, the 800th actually, time and you, as you're like speedrunning through. Thank you for bringing that up. Because uh, as much as I love the Metro games, it's been a long while since we had the last new one. I think Met- Mercury seemed did a great job of sort of making new creatures as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were... I don't know. I thought they were pretty well designed. Yeah. You know, I really more fun to kill. Absolutely. Yeah. Just fucking just um screw attacking through them just like oh so fun so much fun straight through them as you're running through a room you're, you're gone like, now you. <laughs> yeah we're gonna get caught in like a speed boost where you're like sorry yep yep <laughs> obliterate them it's like uh the start of the boys <laughs> absolutely is that oh my yep. god yep yep except like less traumatic and horrific but yes definitely yeah. less traumatic yeah, for sure. Um, so, and we'll talk a little bit a bit about power ups. I want to focus mostly on the new ones. New stuff, yeah, good. Stuff. So we've got yep. Spider Magnet, I guess Phantom Cloak, I guess technically. Yep. Uh, diffusion beams not really new because there were diffusion missiles in Fusion. Okay. Flash Sift, Storm Missile. Oh, and I guess Spin Boost as well, technically. <laughs> uh, what's what's the um the ability you get to like? Like check for hidden blocks in rooms, basically. Oh, uh, well. pulse, pulse radar. Yeah, pulse radar. I really like that. I think that was actually in Samus Returns. <laughs> oh, oh, it was too. Yeah, you I get think it's really late though, don't you? Yes, it's better. Yeah. I think I think getting it later was a better choice. Like getting it in, like yeah. almost immediately in Samus Returns basically it, makes you rely on it, which doesn't work well. I think. 
I, I, I would try to use it as like a last resort. Like I would try and look oh, around yeah, yeah. and be like, yeah, shoot some missiles around. All right, cool. Nothing's coming up. Pop it and then go, oh, there's like one block up there. Cool. All right, that's where I've got it. I think it's really good for the late game stuff because sometimes mm. you just cannot expose those blocks until mm-hmm. you have the powers. And by the point, by the time you get pulse radar, you're like, well, what's three quarters of the way through a game. So you legitimately might not remember. So it is nice to have this as an option when you're going back through and exploring. But um, yeah, I definitely think dealing it out later in the game was a much better idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, cross yeah. bomb was new, but the rest of it was all returning powers, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I think the new stuff, like, I mean, like Phantom Cloak and Spider Magnets were like just functionality wise. They were a, yeah. a new mechanic that they were adding to the game to sort of open up. I kind of, Spider Magnet felt like a good trade off because like, I remember being initially concerned. I'm like, oh, but I, I kind of, I kind of miss Spider Ball. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Spider Ball usually, you know, especially in the 2D ones, it's usually just you go into a ball and very slowly move around the area. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, honestly, Spider Bang did a much better choice. I think cutting out the middleman makes sense because there's only a few times where you, you're using like Spider um Spider Ball where they use it for puzzles like dropping down and having a and that was mostly. That was mostly Prime as well. Yeah. Spider Spider Ball really feels like it works better in a 3D environment. In mm-hmm. 2D, I think Magnet is a good trade-off. Especially, again, just like talking about Samus being in a Prime. Like, there was some some of the Spider Magnet stuff you could do. Like, when you start including the grapple beam, you just felt super agile. Just yeah. like holding onto a wall, grapple to the next one. Just like some real Spider-Man shit. Yeah. And then like incorporating that into boss fights. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah, really like cool The boss fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That was, that was probably the, the highlight of that boss fight was the way it used the grapple beam and the spider magnet. Just very yep. cool. Yep. Um, if I had to pick, and pick a new fair of power, it was almost certainly Storm Missiles. Uh, Storm Missiles is the winner, for sure. They they definitely felt like a... Um, they were like, we want to do, like, you know, seek a missile or multi-missile, but we want to ratchet it up. And the answer is definitely just fire all of the missiles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, why fire one when you could fire 100? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was I good to, like... Thinking, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, um, I remember thinking that uh, you start with a lot of missiles in this game. And I know that mm. the QTEs use a lot of missiles. Mm-hmm. But even towards end, I'm like, man, I've got so many missiles. And then I got storm missiles. And then suddenly I didn't have enough missiles. No, exactly. Yeah, you can definitely burn through missiles using storm missile when you get a bit too, like, ha- like trigger happy with it. Oh, um, I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I think, too, like... It, that's one of the power-ups that could fall that like, could have fallen into the trap of being like almost like an I win button. Um, but I think they add just a, the right amount of skill required to use it just to make it satisfying. Um, um, well, yeah, just like by adding the reward to the longer you can like aim at the enemy. Um, yeah. But also giving you the option to hold it in with R, as you said earlier, if you don't get hit. Yeah. You can sort of navigate around and try to get a few more locks if you were feeling lucky. Or you could just unload the payload that you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. So I that they were so good. As as soon as I got that, every like boss encounter that I had there going out was like that was like my first port of call. It was like, all right, gonna lock onto you, and and then like even using that, it's almost like the game was designed to be like this. Like, but like using that, um, the different attack patterns that the, the boss fights would use to figure out when you can get more lock ons. Mm. That's like it's like. Ravenbeak, uh, Ravenbeak in, 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 for instance, like 
he would have a couple of attacks where he would sort of stand there a bit longer so you could get that couple of extra in um, compared to like maybe only pulling off three. Um, and then on top of that, like being able to dodge and avoid his attacks so you could get those other two if you wanted to as well. Oh, so. yeah. I actually, I'll see, I should see if I actually captured it, but I had a mate in one, for my very first run. Not my first one time I won against him, but the one when I finally did after a few attempts. In his second phase, when he does that massive like diagonal down beam, yep, I've got some clutch like storm missiles just as I slide under it, just like directly yep. under him, and you just feel like the biggest badass. I got a couple of really great ones with the slide, um, where he'd do that like I think it was in his second or third form where he'd like dash across the stage at you. Oh, yeah, it was second form, yeah. Yeah, like, so, but, like, I would just run towards him when I knew, like, I'd see that move power up. I'd be like, fucking bring it on, and then just Let's slide underneath and pop, so cool. up, just pop a, a fucking <laughs> missile underneath him there, yeah, like. So much fun. Oh, when I, so it, took me, it took me longer than I want to admit, when I found out you could shoot while you were sliding, I'm like, oh, oh, baby. Like, yeah, yeah. This is, well, Samus has become vanquished now. It's great. Let's do this. I mean, she's been doing it for years and years and years at this mm-hmm. point, so. Yep. Yeah, but, love um, that shit. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else really new powers wise. Otherwise, I'm just going to start talking about speed booster. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean the the slide, the slide. That's a good point. It's not a power, but it's such a cool feature. It's a and new the mechanic, way, and it's yeah. Whether they make you wait for morph ball was yes. a good choice. Like, yeah. Can you imagine if you so you have the slide and they'd given you morph ball straight away? Yeah you'd probably only use the slide to go into Morph Ball. But I think by making you rely on, on its own first, you really got to appreciate it as a move. And also as a like a traversal option. Like it's... Oh, it, yeah, oh, when man, you are just... This game. Yeah, when you are like backtracking and trying to find those like extra items and stuff like that, it is so much fun. It makes the game feel fun where it probably shouldn't be. Yeah, like, that's a really good point, Joel. Yeah. That's an amazing point. <laughs> yeah, so it, it makes the game... The, and that combined with, like, the auto parkour over, like, small Auto parkour is great. Yeah, great. Yeah. It just... That, that sense of momentum was always there. And that's why, again, I think what I said, like, why I like the pacing of the game is it just... It always has that real sense of forward momentum that you're always going forward and pushing forward, yeah. even when you are technically going backwards. Um, mm. like, and, like And backtracking. The way that, yeah... The way that this game rewards you for knowing the the rooms you're going into mm-hmm. is an incredibly cool thing. Like as yep. you mentioned with that, with the with the slide and the auto parkouring, and I I can finally bring it up with speed booster. Yeah, like exactly. when you know what rooms you're going to be going through, you'd be like, cool. I can charge mm-hmm. a science spark mm-hmm. and just like I can fly. I'll just fly through here, not an issue. Yep, and just how. I've, I've never felt like I've had so much control over the speed boost and the shine spark in, as I have in this game. And that even goes for using like the ball boost, which is usually something that I really struggle with in the other games. And I really mm-hmm. appreciate Samus Returns half measure because obviously speed boost has been MIA since Fusion. It had, was never in the 3D Metroids mm-hmm. and it wasn't in Samus. Oh no, it was in Other M. It was in Other M, but it wasn't fun in that one. Because <laughs> to, to try and execute a shine spark off a really bad Wiimote D-pad is just not enjoyable. Yeah, not no, enjoyable it's not good. At all. Um, but in this one, Mercury Steam just nailed it. And they yep. definitely, you can feel the environments where it's built for and easily some of my favorite Shine Spark puzzles ever. Like, just well, so much fun to figure out. I was mentioning before about, like, you know, learning how to do a mechanic that I probably would never have tried to to 
not necessarily master, but even like get a good handle over. Um, Shine Sparking was a prime example of that. I, I remember seeing like when I was like seeing people post videos of like really hard to get items that required yeah. like pretty precise Shine Sparking. And I was like, never going to do that. I fucking did those. Like the two that I saw, I was like, I actually did that. And it didn't take me that long to get a the feel crazy- for it. The craziest one I did, I can't remember which area it was in. I think it was, it may have been Arteria. It was the one where you had to start your speed boost. You'd have, so you had to run, have the door open ready. And mm-hmm. then the second you hit the edge of a platform, you have to bank your shine spark mm-hmm. and then drop down, open up the door, do it again, like speed boost across. And then as you fall off the edge, you had to shoot down to clear the blocks and then midair, you had to activate your shine spark to sprint up a slope and hold it and slide under. And then just before you hit the end, bank it again and then drop down. And then again, midair, shine spark up the slope, bank it again, I- <laughs> drop down and then shine spark the last bit. That one, when I pulled that off, I was just like, good Lord. I yeah. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> I The the one that like the, the, the hardest thing that took it uh, like, for me to get a handle over. And it was, wasn't like I was forced to try and figure it out to pick up an item was like, um, jumping into walls to continue momentum and bouncing mm. off them. Um, That's a new feature as well, but it was usually yeah. speed booster doesn't do that. Yeah. And I really appreciate Mercury steam took that idea. I'm like, what, but like, why should you stop? Like, as long as you can hold that speed, exactly. and as long you as can you don't, slide, you can wall jump. As long as you don't activate a fucking screw attack. Yeah, that's fine. So screw it. So this is one thing. It's a, and again, it's a really little thing. Yeah. But it, it reminds me of the old, the old Super Metroid days. <laughs> I kind of wish in Super Metroid you could actually turn off some of Samus's powers. Right. And I actually wouldn't have minded having that as an option because I was screw attack man just so often. Yep. Honestly, one of the things I struggle with most until someone pointed out, oh, if you tap L, you can just get out of it, is trying to activate a midair shine spark when you're spinning because you can't yeah and so often that would screw me up trip me up and someone's like oh if you tap l1 samus will cancel out of that because she has to like manual aim and then you can shine spark man i'm like oh thank god thank you so much yeah <laughs> that makes that makes ugh. sense yeah <laughs> i don't think i can do it but oh. who knows but yeah um so just satisfying puzzles and the way the weight just to see that using speed runs is going to be amazing like one of the sequence breaks I had to do use the shine spark to go and get the um, gravity suit early. And it was just really fun to do. It wasn't super hard. Yep. The other stuff that I had to do to get like screw attack early sucked. Cause I had to do this thing, which was like an underwater bomb jump where you had to, so to do it, you had to be in ball mode, had to drop a bomb next to you so that it launched you up into the air underwater. You had to shift out of morph ball mode. So then you land on your feet. And that would put you in some sort of like semi sort of like not glitch, but like you'd be in a specific state. Then you have to jump up in the water, tap your button to shift in the ball mode, drop a bomb, hit the ground immediately in like out of, out of ball mode, jump back up. And I think at that point you had to go in the ball mode as the bomb explodes and it would boost you up. So I had to do that oh. to get up to a ledge in the water. Cause obviously you can't jump that high. And then Joel, so from there, I had to use space jump to skirt the surface of the water. And then there was like an edge, there's like a couple of corners on this terrain. 
And the idea was, and it's so it's so hard to really explain. A video I watched did its best, and I barely understand it. For some reason, when you collide with that corner, it could count as a wall jump. So you had to like, if you if you did a space jump as you hit that wall, you would bonk your head and fall down and have to do the bomb jump again. Mm. But as you hit the corner, if you then tilted the stick the other way, you would jump and gain a bit of a bit of air. And then you turn around again and do the same thing and you get a bit more air until you were out of the water and then it could freely space jump out. And it took me like half an hour to do. But when oh I did, I was like, God. that was awesome. <laughs> these Jesus. these sequence breaks are going to be so cool to watch someone just do a, just be like, I'm going to sit down and do a 90 minute speed run of uh, Metroid Dread for AGDQ. You're like, I'm here. I'm watching. Let's go. Yeah. Like, blow this game open. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fucking watch that. I'll it's so funny. I saw... That. I saw people tagging, um, must be some people who, like, have gained followers from Mercury Steam. I was like, they tag someone who works at Mercury Steam, like, hey, don't tell your boss about this. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd reply, be like, look at this guy. <laughs> this breaking up a Metroid Dread. Jeez, man. <laughs> but, um, so good. The, the speed boost really stood out. It's, it's, one of my fa- it's been one of my favorite power-ups for so long. I love... I've never been good at shine sparking, but I've always loved shine sparking. Yeah. I, I, it just I looks impressive. I don't think I ever did it outside of when I was required to do so. Um, but yeah, this one I was like, no, I'll give it a go. And I pulled off some stuff that it was like, yeah, that's fucking again, cool. It's a testament to how well Samus handles, right? You have mm-hmm. full control. Yep. Absolutely. hundred percent. That was another thing that, that Sai also did mention. Some of those uh, devious speed boost blocks were mean and i agree mm-hmm. um, oh yeah there's a lot of dumb luck in finding most of them <laughs> and so yeah sometimes you'd see like even like finding them with the um uh like with a the power pulse. bomb or whatever all oh, the power bomb, yeah either way and you'd be like how 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 whenever how i saw whenever i saw one it was a single block i would be like are you oh no oh god <laughs> you want me to run up here and be in ball mode to do this. There was one of them where you had to... I mean, one of the things that was cool was a lot of these power-ups had multiple ways to get them, mm-hmm. which is neat. Like, I've seen I've seen ones that I got one way, and someone's like, oh, I just did this. I'm like, it works. Jeez, yeah. that's really neat. Absolutely, yeah. There's one... It's I think it's early in Ferenia, when you get off a tram. You've got to... You have to speed boost across, bank your shine spark, go up the top, and then there's... You would speed boost through there you slide through there oh, no 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 wait no there's bomb blocks in there so you have to drop a bomb to get rid of those or a power bomb i guess if if you're quick enough well you still got the charge then slide through and then go into ball mode roll carefully up and then ball boost straight through the ceiling that one was one of the ones that took me the longest i think just because i was so bad at like getting the hang of going into ball mode and i actually think i did that shine one. spark yeah i actually think i did that one and yeah it's fucking no joke that one's a nightmare yeah <clears throat> but you feel so good when you do it you're like, oh 100 percent. yes <laughs> you're like yeah i'll take that extra fucking energy tank or i'll take yeah. that extra i'll take that piece of an energy tank oh i can we stop that guys can we drop this like yeah no that's enough of that you did Enough it. You did it, and like other M did this, and I hated it. Like anytime you make, hey, you got, you got the, you got a core of an energy tank. I'm like, this is in Zelda. Stop this. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah, it's like that belongs in Zelda. Keep it there. Like I feel like this could have been a another power up or you know anything else. Like 
and I didn't I didn't mind most of the energy tanks being two because then when you found one of the plus ones for ten, you were like, oh yes, get get in my pocket. We're taking yeah. we're going for a ride. Hundred percent. But um, yeah, the energy parts I. I still hate it. Please stop. Mm. I don't want to yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> no, no more. No more. Um, anything else power-up-wise you want to talk about? No, I think I'm pretty good on the power-up front. I just... This game's a joy to play. It is. It really is. And once... Again, like I said, I've said it a lot. The controls are a lot to handle. Mm-hmm. But on my, like, fifth playthrough... I, I mean, I'm nothing. Like, there are speedrunners who are leagues, liars better than me. But I still feel like I've got a pretty good handle on, like, getting around the environment. Yeah. And it feels so cool to be, like, oh, yeah. sliding and jumping and wall jumping and speed boosting when you don't have to. It's just like, yeah, you just feel like Samus is just like, no, I know where to go. I know what to do. Yeah. And I will not be stopped. <laughs> and she's yeah. just a woman on a mission. 100%. Yeah. No, I, oh God, this game is so much fun. Yeah. It is. Very much enjoyed it. Enjoyed it all. Uh, oh man, anything else I can I can drudge up? I really should just let the episode end. But <laughs> I know in my in my heart, I know that once this episode's over, I won't get to really talk about Dread until like game of a year. Yeah, it makes me sad. It's all right. We can still talk about it every now and then if you want. If you find something else out, you, you let us know. <laughs> it's I'll so much. Like I'll allow it, it. It it's so cliche to say because obviously this was gonna this is gonna be my my game of the year. I think it's obvious, but even. Even having played it, I'm like, it's so clearly my game of the year. And normally I'd be like, oh, you know, it's early October. You know, something else would come. But I look at what's coming up and I'm not, not no shade of them. No shade. Mm-hmm. But this game is that damn good mm-hmm. that I just don't, I don't see anything being better than it. I really don't. <clears throat> I guess this might be a spoiler alert. I'm in the same boat. Like <laughs> I, it's I, hundred percent. Like before this, I was like, "Nah, it's gonna take a lot to drag Monster Hunter Rise off the top." But like finishing this game, I was like, "Yeah, this is it. This is the one. This is the one." It's just, it's so weird to be sitting here because one of the biggest clouds hanging over, not necessarily dread, but the idea of a new two D Metroid in this day and age was like, "Well, shit, man." There's a lot of good Metroidvanias out there, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. That genre, since Nintendo has sort of not really abandoned it, but has not known what to do with it. Exactly. Indie developers have risen up and gone, look at this. Yep. And everyone's kind of been killing it. I mean, so we, had, a lot we, of had, we had one no more than like three months, two or three months ago in Axiom yeah, Verge yeah. 2. Like it's, Absolutely. Yeah. it's um, So they're, they're coming out thick and fast, and they are doing crazy things with the genre. And... um. So yeah, for for the original to come back and still be the best, yeah. you know, the Metroid and Metroidvania to be like, yeah, 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 we still got it, guys. Yeah. Okay, like this is still firmly our title. Yeah, yeah, like the world is once you once you know the map, mm-hmm. you sort of start to see the intricacies and in how it's designed. It is linear, but there's enough opportunity for exploration. Mm-hmm. In the process of my sequence breaking, like. How, I don't know how players found it. It was just like endless streams of just like trying all these different techniques. But the, mm-hmm. the sequence breaking I was doing were like, cool, go here, get this power up. Then you're right next to this teleporter. You take this teleporter to go over here. Then you get that power up. And then it seems take, intentional. Like, yeah. Like there's just all these little things that just works and flows so well. This game, yeah, when we start, I mean, there are already really good speed runs you can, you can go and watch. But when we're seeing them on the big, like in the stages that like the game's done quicks, like races and stuff, like it's going to be... It's gonna be a sight to behold, yeah. Like, 
this game this game makes me so happy yep and I, I feel like I was this happy when we got Samus Returns, right? But it seems like a whole different happiness to have Metroid 5. Like, mm. and they just did it. They just nailed it. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's incredible. And I'm so happy for you that it's good. And I'm so happy for me that I, I, I fucking love it. I love it. I'm just, I'm so happy to see so many people playing Metroid. Like, mm-hmm. I knew, I knew obviously I would be and you would be and there'd be a few of us who would do it. But I really feel like, it, for like the last, obviously it's dropping off a bit now as we're now a few weeks out from this release. Mm-hmm. But for those two weeks, it was everywhere, and I was yep. I was in heaven. <laughs> yep. And people were talking about it. it was on yep. Twitter, like different podcasts were talking about it and how much they enjoyed it. Yeah, such good stuff. Great Hopefully, stuff. we are once again entering a golden age. Again, we haven't we haven't it hasn't looked this bright since Prime when we got Metroid Prime and Fusion at the same time. People were yep. like, "Holy shit, Metroid's back." And it was back for about six or seven years, and then it mm-hmm. went away. And then it disappeared. Um, yes. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. I'm feeling if if we see if we see something from Prime at Game Awards, I will know that Nintendo maybe feels it. They're like, all right, I think people are feeling Metroid again. Let's give them what they want. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah. Having seen the success of Dread, I feel like Nintendo will be like, let's. Come on, especially and like, come on. On one on one hand, sure, like they had no choice but to rely on. We just saw Advance Wars get delayed, so like, mm-hmm. yep. they've they've got Mario Party, which is like a compilation game. They haven't got any new big releases of the holiday season. Nope. Yeah. So I guess we get to see the dread at um you know promotion continue. Absolutely. But even even with that in mind, I think yeah, I think they will see the value. Like holy shit, yeah. Okay, there's demand for this for this series. Mm-hmm. Mercury Steam's killing it. We've got retro making a new prime. I All think. Right. I think at the very least, we we you know in a month or two we get the announcement that I don't know Game Boy Advance games are coming and Super Metro uh, um, Fusion and Zero Mission are going to be playable on the Switch. I mean, but... next. I f- oh, yeah, I think next year. Hang on. Let me just double check this real quick, and then I'll let you finish episode. I promise. All right. I promise, John. All right. All right. But uh... next year is yeah next year is the 20th anniversary of metroid prime one right now i think i discussed it a few weeks back like there's that the newest the newest metroid prime rumor Mm -hmm. but nintendo might be considering like doing a prime one and going from there maybe maybe we'll see i don't know i want to i want those prime games back and now i've had that thought i'm like man yeah I, i wouldn't mind if they like split them up and gave them all love and care and yeah yeah i don't know give them time to breathe as well so like yeah. people who are new to that to the franchise after maybe playing dread <laughs> and they're like cool they can like really absorb themselves into one game and, at a time and you no know, you can space it out if you really need more time for prime four <laughs> that too yeah. yeah yeah exactly i guess we'll see hopefully yeah. we're going into a bright time for metro though please nintendo i think so you can, you can, you can end it now Joel. i'm done <laughs> take, <laughs> okay take your podcast away from me all right all right okay uh but Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed it. We certainly enjoyed it. Uh, I know Karen 100% enjoyed this one in particular. Um, but yeah, uh, if, if you have any thoughts, opinions about what we've said about Metroid Dread, um, please hit us up on all our social medias. We are at Dialogue Options across all the things. If you want to reach out to us, probably Twitter's the best place to do it because um, that's where we're most active. Uh yeah, if you want to send us an email as well, contact at Dialogue Options. Hit us up. Same way we check that, we'll respond. 
we can bring it up on the show if you've got any ideas about things you'd like us to do in the future please let us know uh, if you want to find us at our individual social media accounts you can find me at jolly mac where uh not to sort of take away from the theme of the episode by the fact that you know it was actually no one thing that is in theme kind of and the other thing it isn't like the most recent thing is that my son really enjoys uh watching or watching me play uh for the horizon for four at the moment so i'm really excited even more so now for um, Forza Horizon 5 coming out in a couple of weeks. I, I've watched that in, uh, initial drive video that they do the, every Forza Horizon game where they have like the, the intro mission that sort of like takes you on a tour of the place basically and you swap between cars pretty quickly. Um, there's always like, you know, really great songs and all that sort of stuff. I've watched that video so many times, not only because I, I enjoy watching it, but Griffin really enjoys watching it. Um, they also just announced the I'm doing air quotes lineup for the Horizon Festival, uh, which is basically they announce like all the songs that are going to be on the radio stations. Uh, there's some bangers on there and some great bands. I'm I saw Bring Me the Horizon was on there and I'm like I mean you've got me. Um, and the other th- the other thing I've been tweeting I tweeted about recently is I bought a Galaxy lamp for our for my little uh, office area. Um, and it looks fucking great. Um, yeah, so it's kind of in the space theme. Like, you know, I've, I've got my You've own... you made like, me one, one. It's I'm, like, I'm so good. I see a lot of Twitch streamers with him, and I'm like, I just want one of those, because who doesn't? Like, man... Legitimately, I mean, home. like, Kyron's oh, you, looking at me right now. Like, I have... Yeah, I, all it's very nice. I, I've got all the lights off in my room, except for that. Uh, and, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit dimly lit, and it's okay. Uh, I can fix that. But, I mean, it's a good it start be, to a little... It would be perfect for my nighttime nighttime ambiance yeah yeah i i'm already probably going to get another one for for griffin for his room because he loves it but um very really good yeah so if you want to have a look at that i've toasted i've toasted tweeted a video about that uh karen where can they find you uh so you can find me on twitter where i'm at mama man x where as i have already indicated most of my tweets are metroid <laughs> and that remains the case uh yep. i will pluck one out but wasn't a couple actually um as a, I guess a tease to the next episode, uh, I picked my Halloween game for this year. Mm. It's Torment, Tormented Souls. Which Interesting. Is throwback Resident Evil Silent Hill horror game. Very keen to try that out. Cool. And also, unfortunately, in sadder news, Chris Ayers passed away, which bums me out. Yeah. The, he wasn't the Freezer actor I grew up with, because that was Linda Young, but he was the Freezer actor that I loved the most, and yeah, that was a bummer. But... Mm. um. That's all, really, apart from Metroid. Just Metroid, 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 Metroid. Metroid, Metroid, Metroid. Uh, well, in that case, thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. options podcast